Search, ponder, pray. Is this the place? You all right? (laughs) Sorry, I'm being fat over here. (laughs) How are you? I am so sore. I don't know what I did. You were living life? Out there living. I miss you. I miss you too. Here we are. Here we are. Also, I got to give you just some helpful advice. If you did voice to text instead of voice, <laughs> I will probably listen and respond more. <laughs> Read and respond. Because <laughs> yeah. I'm usually doing more than one thing. You know, you have that ADHD. Yes. I, I'm do- always doing more than one thing. So I'm always like, Okay, so here's the real confession. Mm-hmm. If I just say it and send it, then I feel confident. But if I do voice to text, I see how stupid this entire message is, and I just delete it and I never say anything. Okay, well, get over that. <laughs> um, because, like, I, I don't care. I love rambling. <laughs> Especially because, you know, when I listen to people talk, I, I'm um, punctuating for them while they talk. So it doesn't matter. So if it comes across as like, like, blah, 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 like. <laughs> I mean, you've seen the way I talk in text. So <laughs> I don't really I'm going to mute real quick and like uh, move my table real fast. We just move it. <sighs> it's so loud. Ugh. I'm Where did you go on your trip, by the way? Did I know about this? Nobody knew because I didn't want to get trafficked. <laughs> you went to Mexico? No, I went to Vegas. Why would you get trafficked in Vegas? People go and disappear in big cities all the time. Yeah, because they're like fucked up. You didn't drink or anything, did you? I guess you could have. Well, okay, here's the story. <laughs> <laughs> I went to a master lash class for oh, a specific cool. technique. And I spent all day Sunday in a conference room, lash, lashing, fanning lashes, making sure the points were perfect. And it was fucking hard because I haven't done anything with lashing in a year, over a year. Mm-hmm. And, and I almost cried because I was I like, believe it. why did I do this? <laughs> <laughs> but it really did like push me back into lashing and I've been taking appointments this week. So it worked. It helped. Hell Yeah. But well, I wasn't going to get trafficked from a conference room doing lashes, so I don't know why I was worried. I think your anxiety is a little off the charts, so it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, there will be people. There will be people in Vegas. I need help. <laughs> Vegas is bad. <laughs> and I brought my swimsuit. I almost missed my flight because I went back to my house to grab my swimsuit. Mm-hmm. And the swimming pools are only open until 6. I, I arrived at the hotel at like 5.30. And then I was in conference the next day until 6. And then I left that next morning at 7 a.m. So I was like, I don't know why I didn't think about checking the pool hours. Well, because, I mean, it's Vegas. So you just assume everything's going to be open forever. Yeah. All the time. But yeah, no, I went um, for my friend's 40th in February and nothing was open. But she lives down there. And then 
I'm going to Mesquite this weekend for my birthday and exciting. I it's closes at six, but I have been before when it closes at six and it doesn't matter. They don't really enforce it. Oh, no, <laughs> but if you go down at seven o'clock after you've taken your edible and eaten your Thai food, they'll be like, ma'am, please. No, 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 no. Like that's a funny story because I, we went to, what were we doing in Vegas? I think it might've been for or Mesquite. It might've been for my birthday last May. Um, you know, when we really should have been out, but we didn't care. Uh, <laughs> um, we went to dinner and then we went down to just smoke a joint by the pool. And like, I just took off like my outfit and hopped in. Wow. Yeah. There was Good every, for you. I, and there were people all over the place. And I was like, I don't care. <laughs> so we're like high waisted period panties. I was like, I don't, I don't care. <laughs> nice. I love um, it. Well, before we go into the, we're doing plan of salvation, right? Yeah. Uh, can't wait. <laughs> Girl, I've been trying to find my, um, what's it called? My missionary book. Uh-huh. It's nowhere. Did you throw it away? I think I might have because I was just like moving on. Yeah. I remember those points where it was like, you you wait and then you wait and you wait and you finally just hurry and do it and then mm-hmm. you don't think like you don't remember if you did it or not i feel like yeah. Book of mormon in my bible once that's like total it might be total adhd like not remembering if you did something or not right could have been depression <laughs> could have been the entire pandemic <laughs> could have been a lot of a lot of things could have been that lady jane that we loved so much <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't doing that before, but yeah, maybe. <laughs> maybe. Um, okay, but before we get into it, I do want to talk about the Stephen dream, though. Talk about it again. Okay. <clears throat> Welcome to this segment called Kendra Has Dreams Every Night, and <laughs> she thinks that they're super significant, but actually they're not. I only feel like they're significant because I don't meet anyone that has dreams every night and i'm constantly waking up telling spencer my dream and being like sit here and listen to my dream like last week i got choked out by santa like a hot santa though like (laughs) tattooed ring bearing santa with muscles like i had to tell spencer that one so okay who was snoring while you're on your voice uh, (laughs) by the way um it's my dog oh i was like okay i was like is that spencer oh my god they're like it could be the dog (laughs) it's always the dog (laughs) Spencer's always up at 6 a.m. And I'm like, Ew, what's wrong with uh, him? Uh, he is um, employed. <laughs> yes. <laughs> he's employed and he's an early riser. I don't know how we got together because I'm a bed monster and I'll stay in until nine. Oh, until nine? <laughs> I'm not in my bed right now at all. <laughs> I do have a kid now. And so I do have to get up eventually. But yeah. Yeah, that, that, uh, because I was at my friend's house for the week, for part of the week, and she has a, a one-year-old. And her boyfriend texts her at one point, and he's like, Alvi hasn't moved, and it's 4 o'clock in the afternoon. Should I be concerned? <laughs> like, I haven't seen or heard from Alvi because she was at work. And uh, Kate was like, no, it's just Alvi. Don't worry about it. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then I, like, was fine at 4 p.m., and I got up, got ready, and I was like, see you, Chris. And I walked out, and then I went to Kate's, and she's like, we both forgot what we did before we had a baby because we were the exact same way. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I mean, I'm like, it's four o'clock that late. <laughs> well, it used to not be, but yeah. Um, no, but like I have dreams all the time too. And here's what the fun part is, is it means you're probably going to get Alzheimer's when you get older. 
You fucking kidding me? I'm not kidding you because I have them all the time. And I'm oh with you because like, not a lot of people have them. And if they have them, they don't remember them. But I dream literally all night. I'm exhausted all yep. night like, because yep. I dream so much. Yep. And... I'm doing shit in my sleep. That's what mm. I'm doing. I had a I had a reverse dream because we got up and talked this morning. And then I went back to bed for like an hour or two. Mm-hmm. And I had a dream that I went in to grab my laundry and it wasn't done. And I never have had that dream before. It's always... I thought I did my laundry and it wasn't done, but I did do my laundry this morning. So when I woke up, I was like, yeah! <laughs> yes! But anyway, Stephen Benjamin dream. Okay, Stephen Benjamin. Okay, I had a Stephen Benjamin dream. Uh, and I don't think it means anything about Stephen Benjamin. But I think it has to do with you, but we'll talk, we'll discuss. Yeah, so in my dream, I am in Utah and um, I end up in this like mountain town very scenic snow all around and i find stephen benjamin in this like um mental health ward that takes like people that have alzheimer's but like kids like young people who have like memory problems i guess is what it is and um when i went in uh i was like oh my god i found you or no, I, what I said is, I'm, I've been looking for you. And he said, I've been looking for you. And so then we went to give each other a hug. And in his ear, I said something like, God damn it, what was it? I'm going to play the message real quick. Okay. <coughs> also, I'm probably going to be on mute a lot during this episode because I don't have a lot to say. But uh, <laughs> Oh, no, you will be in here. Oh, no, I'll be in here. I'll definitely like chime in and stuff, but like don't. Uh, this is this is your show. <laughs> I don't want it to be my show. Well, I'm just I I don't know I don't remember shit about the plan of salvation. I will have a lot to like irritating things to say because I'm already irritated. I'm so pissed off that we're doing this episode. I don't want to do it. <laughs> we don't have to do it. We could do something else. No, it's very important that we do it. I just don't want to sit through it again. <laughs> oh no, I mean like I don't want to sit through the plan of salvation again. I've done it so many times. Oh okay okay okay. <laughs> but no, like uh, it's it's important. That's what I'm saying. I'm just being a brat. Then it might be a short episode. And we can move on to something more fun like dreams. <laughs> like dreams. Okay, I don't care. I think okay. it will end up being a long episode because, but I just want you to know that if I am muted or whatever, I am listening to you. I'm also just, I have it on mute because I'm working on the mental health layout. So just. So oh, cool. Know. Cool. Okay. So, so you're not engaging with me is what you're saying. <laughs> no, I am engaging with you, but I also don't want like type, type, typing, you know, I'm listening oh, to yeah, you. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm not yeah. like in the other room. I got you. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm multitasking, god damn it, Kendra, let me live. <laughs> okay, anyways. Okay, I'm gonna play this real quick. Um being in my life that's the snorer is definitely my dog. Fuck. Oh, that's no, the but it's the one. ones before that. I didn't even listen to those <laughs> ones yet. <laughs> I found Steve. He was locked away in this kind of care facility with limited internet usage and outside world contact you know it's a bad thing and that he had kind of like this young person alzheimer's where he kind of didn't know where he was or why he was there um there comes the snoring and i'm so excited parents put him there and i found him and i was like Oh my god how are you and he's like 
Oh my god, how are you? So I gave him a big hug and I said, I've been looking for you. At the same time he said, I've been looking for you. At the same time he said, I'm happy to see you. And then like we laughed in unison. And so we just like had this whole conversation in unison. And then I realized that like this fucking dream doesn't mean I've actually found Steve. But I did wake up and think, I have to tell Bobby that I found Steve in my dream, and I think it means something that, like, maybe someday Steve would be able to reconnect with us. And I kind of hope that's true. We did plot his escape. um, And, oh yeah, I came home from where this place was and I told you that I'd found him and where I'd found him and you had said that is I was like it's in like Sterling or something like that in the mountains I have no idea where that is by the way neither do I Sterling Cove or something like that it's not true like this none of this is true but you were like that's where he and I used to go sledding down hills together when we were kids I thought he might have run away there. And so, like, I definitely, in my um, dream, knew that you and Steve had this, like, connection and that he, like, ran away to where you guys had good memories. So, it was nice. It was nice to see Steve in my dream, and then it's sad because I'm like, oh, it's not real. (laughs) Um, I think that's a way cool dream. I love it. Uh. Again, I'm going to say what I said to you as a response. I have no idea why everyone thinks we're connected so hard. <laughs> I think I responded it. and was like, I know you're not connected, but I think in my dream, I connect like us talking about him all the time and stuff. No, I know what you're saying. I know I know what you mean. But like I'm saying like people reach out to me about him all the time. And I just like I don't know why. Mm-hmm. So that's the that's reason why I'm like, maybe this is why there's a connection. But what I was thinking, because you guys were marrying, he was marrying what you were saying yeah he was saying things at the exact same time as me Mm -hmm. so what i think this is is you are on a path of self-discovery and Mm -hmm. you're seeing it through him Mm -hmm. but i pulled up what a mirror means on google and it says seeing yourself in the mirror implies that you are in need of a bit of self-reflection okay whatever you didn't see yourself in the mirror uh perhaps there's something happening to you or something going on that you don't quite understand this meaning changes if you like the reflection in your dream and then um i also did Mirrors reflect light, which allows them to reflect the world around them. In spiritual concepts, light is a powerful symbol of wisdom and awareness. As a consequence, mirrors are symbols and carriers of truth and reflect what our truth is. Mm. So when I was listening to your voice, (laughs) my groggy (laughs) morning voice, (laughs) (laughs) Um, I was thinking that. It, would, it all makes sense because we're, like, kind of on this, like, journey of finding out who the fuck we are right now. Yeah. I mean, like, we, we know, but we're, like, really, like, putting it into words to let other people know. Yeah, we're, <laughs> um, like, manifest, like, we're actualizing it. Yeah. Yeah. But I also think it's interesting because I feel like we, we both have this, like, looming sense that someone knows something that we don't know. Like, you know what I mean? Some, something, some, something's afoot or something. Yeah. Like, there's some mischief happening. Yeah. So, I don't know. We still haven't found him. We, we stopped looking, but... No. <laughs> We're not looking, but, like, I agree with you. Like, as I was thinking about about it all day... Well, boot it? Are you until Canadian this... now? <clears throat> no. I didn't... What did I say? A boot it? <laughs> a boot. You corrected yourself. I just teasing you. <laughs> <laughs> as I was thinking about it, I was like, 
it is so weird that he was saying the exact same thing as I was at the exact same time, exact same tone. I attributed it in my dream as he was like unaware. It was part of his like mental health. He was, yeah, because he's just like out of it. Yeah, but then thinking about it, I was like, that totally was representing me. Like, yes, exactly what you said. This podcast has really brought to light a lot of things and helped me express some things that I've buried down deep that are true about me and like need to be said and need to be put out there so mm-hmm. that you know they're actually a part of me instead of just like a secret yeah I think that's totally it and I think that we all pers- I mean like maybe it's part admiration for Steve because I always felt like Steve was just like the G like and I appreciate mm-hmm. him for like if he just took off just because he had to I appreciate that about him mm-hmm and I think, I don't know, like maybe there's some sort of admiration aspect of it too. I don't know. <clears throat> but I also feel like it's probably a sign we're going to find it. <laughs> maybe. I also said like maybe if he um, isn't findable that somehow in another dimension, timeline, universe thing uh-huh. that will run into his energy again. Right. And I, I, I like to believe that when people, when I dream about people, they're dreaming about me too, but most people don't remember their dreams. Mm-hmm. So hopefully he dreamt about you too and he remembered and it'll get him thinking, you know, hmm. we only have two more months till we're releasing this podcast out into the world. So Steve, <laughs> you got a Hello, deadline? Steve. <laughs> you, no, I mean like, I'm just saying he could, he could probably hear it, you know, like if he, if it start to like. Oh yeah. If it's planted in his mind. Yeah. And then, then he'll then... probably be mulling around about it. And then if he just, I also like, Googles think... you or, or me or something, he'll see that we have a podcast and we're talking about it, you know? Yeah. I I also have always thought that people dream about me when I dream about them, but then I realize it's not true. Why? Well, I mean, okay. People don't I always dream dreams. about people and then I have the immediate reaction to reach out to them and say, hey, I've been thinking about you or hey, I had a dream about you. Uh-huh. And um, it never pans out well. <laughs> Yeah, because people are dickheads like that. Because I used to tell people like, oh, you were in my dream last night. And they think automatically that it's sexual. Oh, yeah. And it's like, no, you were just there. Like, we, it was just like a normal day. Yeah. Because people don't only remember dreams when they're like insane. Or like if they had sex with like Cindy oh. Lauper or something, you know. <laughs> I don't know. I said Cindy Lauper. I think I meant Cindy Crawford. But uh, like, or they killed someone or like it disturbed them. Or like they woke up like with a, like a, you know, a, it was like a wet dream or something. So like oh. the fact that you're just like, oh, I was just having like. I was a normal ass and, dream and you walked in and i was like hey what are you doing man and he's like hey and then <laughs> and like they and i'm like oh you're in my dream last night yeah but also sometimes dreams are like a warning sign that things are going to happen you know it's like yeah sometimes i dream about someone i'm like i haven't thought about them in years and then yep. they'll hit me up or uh i'll see them somewhere randomly so i'm Girl, open I to any a, of these things i had a dream about no, I ha- I thought about Kenzie Patterson two days before she passed, or the day before she passed, mm-hmm. and I was not connected to her in any way in high school, and I never thought about her. I didn't even remember her name, but I remembered her face, and I was her like, laugh. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, this girl's in my dream. Uh, don't even be mad, okay? And then like the next day, she had passed, and I was like, damn, like I need to watch out for my thoughts. <laughs> Yeah, no, I mean, like, I feel that too, but it's like, you probably, you guys are probably connected somehow in one way or another. I mean, I'm crying right now thinking about her, which I haven't yet, so that's funny. Um, But yeah, I love that. I had a, I, that, these things happen to me all the time too, so I mean, like, I'm glad to have a 
partner. Yeah, <laughs> a buddy a that understands my weird yeah. ass dreams, my weird ass yeah. normal dreams. <laughs> well, and then like you kind of do feel like a crazy person because you're like, oh my god, am I some sort of powerful crazy person? And I killed yeah. Kenzie Patterson. Did I kill Kenzie yeah. Patterson? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's exactly. I was like, nope, I need to stop. Like everybody, I went on a mission. <laughs> I'm going to say that one million times. So just I'm going to cut that out. <laughs> no, honestly, don't cut it out. I think it's important. Like, whatever. She went on a mission. Not everyone's going to remember. <laughs> but why does all the missionaries have to be like on my mission in Chicago? Because <laughs> that's what you were doing. Like when I say when I wasn't like, or if I'll be like, if I'm telling a funny story, I'm like, oh, when I was doing stand up, this happened. It's not, I'm not trying to brag that I did stand up. It's just what was happening. Like, that's why I was in that situation. You know what I You're mean? so fucking validating and I appreciate you <laughs> on my I mission. Don't, I don't think people are like, I think some people are assholes like that, but I don't really think you're an asshole like that. So maybe just chill the fuck out and give yourself some credit. Huh? Thank you. On my mission, I had a bunch God. of, you know, companions. <laughs> And um, every single one of them had to deal with me waking up and telling them my dreams because we'd wake up at 630, which is not the normal wake up time for me. So I'm so you're like right in the middle of a dream. Yeah. yeah. And so then we have to go fucking quote exercise, which a lot of the time meant like go for a walk around in the outside air so that we could wake up. And the whole time I would just talk about my dream, like dinosaurs or the Backstreet Boys or like or all of these things. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, uh, but. I don't think I had any sex dreams on my mission, but definitely the elders had sex dreams about me. Well, I mean, why not? You have some luscious titties. Did yeah. you see that Jedi that that chick made for me? I think it's a chick. I don't know. We got like talking yesterday and I was like, I don't know if you're a guy or a girl or like non, non-binary. I'm like, I need to know more about you. You're amazing. <laughs> because they were telling me that they make a shit ton of money off of, they were like, I sell like four pieces of bondage uh, art a year and i'm very rich what yeah <laughs> where were I you just, talking about this on your instagram on instagram because i i mostly just follow artists and like oh yeah bands and stuff like i had a personal one and it was just kind of bumming me out because like you could tell when people are just faking it you yeah know what i mean so like yep. if you're one of my personal friends and i follow you on instagram consider yourself like i don't think you're fake so um mm-hmm. <laughs> uh-huh. uh so uh i was like I wanted to share their art one day. I just randomly came across them and they're on private. And I'm like, fucking unprivate this right now so I can share it. <laughs> and um, they're like, okay, but only for today. <laughs> and then every time they post something, they only get like one or two likes. But I love all their stuff and it's very like simple and erotic. And <laughs> I think I'm the first Jedi to have cleavage, which I'm really proud of. <laughs> uh, but they were telling me that they do, like, they're like, I found this very specific demo demographic and the less art i make the more expensive it is girl they're like, they're like it's insane and i'm like oh my god i love you because i asked them i'm like hey can i put this image on a sweater i'll make you one too uh-huh and they're like and i'm like they're like this is what i do for a living and i thought they meant sweaters and i'm like oh well then just make me a sweater i'll bend you <laughs> <laughs> it took a long time i'd be like i'm so sorry i'm blonde i'm high i'm stupid i'm tired <laughs> <laughs> Um, but anyways, before we get to the plan of salvation and the dream, we already did the dream. I want to talk about the Zach text because I'm a, just really avoiding the plan of salvation. <laughs> let's just fucking not do the plan of salvation. No, it is very, I don't think, okay. It's okay. Let's just do whatever we do we're going to do and then go through the plan of salvation and say we did it. Yeah, no, we're going to go through the plan of salvation. Okay. I don't know why I'm putting it. Like, I think it's because we used to let, used to let the, uh, missionaries 
practiced on it. So I told you that, right? Oh, yes. So, like, I've been through this a bunch of times. And it's probably one of the reasons why I'm not Mormon anymore, honestly. <laughs> but anyways, so I'm friends with this guy. And um, he's, a, like, a Christian. And he is also, like, one of the most scandalous people I've ever met in my life. Like, he used to, like, let girls give him blowjobs for ecstasy back in the day and stuff. Wait, but, well, how old was he? Like, in his early to mid 20s wow um and then like he cheated on his wife like all this stuff so he's like i'm not saying he's a bad person but he's certainly not a good person okay wow (laughs) like he's got a lot of stuff he needs to work through plus he's very good looking so he thinks he's just kind of like he after he broke up with his wife he's like come over and hook up and it took him like a month and a half to convince me and he thought i'd just be like okay i always wanted to you know wow (laughs) so anyways but we're buddies and i dig it but whatever um but he called me at like one o'clock in the morning and so I was like okay he's drunk so I didn't answer and then the next day I was just like hey how's the hangover and he's like so I'm just gonna read you this whole message because it's okay gonna really um oh this is not your brother Zach this is no this is why I was completely confused yeah. for like the last five minutes okay, okay. I'm no, following it's a guy you to, it's completely a guy to Zach, now who's my friend um so he's like wonderful best one ever 10 out of 10 and I'm like uh, a certain level of alcohol has to be consumed to be making calls source myself. So like, I'm just saying, telling you this just so you know that we're like friendly with, like we're playful with each other. Yeah. And he's like, LOL accurate. And I'm like, dude, the Kelsey's or salad at Chick-fil-A is tits. Fucking bigots know how to make fast food, <laughs> which is, I always say that. And he's like, just because they're Christian doesn't make them bigots. And yeah, Chick-fil-A is solid for sure. <laughs> and I was like, uh, the owner came out against the gays in like 2013. I know mm-hmm. because I boycotted them for four painful years. And then they were reiterated it in like 2018 i remember because i was like why out loud (laughs) when i read about it then decided not to boycott again so whatever i'm like but they bigot as fuck and i'm like and those bigots know how to make fast food (laughs) i'm like i'm working on a theory that god is actually the devil and we're in hell and chick-fil-a is one of my talking points (laughs) i personally think this is like a way funny conversation and he's like dear god bobby lol and then i just sent him a gift that said just think about it And then um, I'm like, Chick-fil-A owner definitely likes a taste of peen on his lips. I've never been more sure of anything in my life. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I get offended over anything that has to do with God or Christianity, right? And I was like, same. (laughs) (laughs) Because we do. And he's like, shut the fuck up, LOL. And I mean, and I said, I mean, you've told me before that you think your purpose is to save my soul. Oh, and that I was a witch trying to tempt you or some wild shit. I'm like, so consider that what an insult that is coming from a Christian. I thought being offensive with Christianity was our thing. (laughs) And then he's like, I was tripping on mushrooms really hard when I said that. And it just came, (laughs) and it just comes down to respect for each other's beliefs. Like, you know, I'm a Christian and it's not cool to make fun of it. I said, it's not just with the shrooms. You've told me you want to save my soul on more than one occasion. Mm -hmm. I'm like, but if it makes you uncomfortable, we don't need to talk about it. But like you too, (laughs) I'm like, I think your beliefs are interesting. Like I like to diversify my friend portfolio. And he's like, I get you. I love you too. And yeah, I think it would be cool if one day you became a Christian. Like, hello. (laughs) It's actually logical, more logical than atheism. And I'm like, so how am I not supposed to be offended by that statement following your logic? And he said, well, we can talk about it. How is atheism more logical than Christianity? And I'm like, I'm not really talking about logic. It's the choice I made after a shit ton of researching and prayers and all that jazz. And if God is real, I'm not arrogant enough to believe I could understand the thought process. I think it's offensive when people try. (laughs) 
and he didn't respond. But I thought it was hilarious that he was like, I just don't want to like, like it's offensive when you talk to me about this. And I'm like, yeah, I feel the same way. And he's like, well, I really do think it would be cool if you stop, if you were a Christian and stop being an atheist. Like, it's like, hello. <laughs> so this is just like a really good example. Of he's just picking people- a really weird hill to die on because he's just like, I was on mushrooms, blah, blah, blah. And like, <laughs> okay. Well, no, but like, he's saying like please don't offend me by my beliefs and i'm like okay i won't and then he's like but it is really illogical to be an atheist just so he's being offensive yeah and it's like this is this is a very like i was so happy to have this conversation with him because we were talking about we did an episode recently about uh do you go out of your way to make sure you're not offensive to mormons and we both said yes yeah and then we said do they go out of their way to be not offensive to us and we said no no and this is christians in general i guess because like he straight up finally gets the balls to tell me he doesn't want to talk about it and i'm making fun of the chick-fil-a guy and just giving him straight up facts and he's like i don't want to talk about it anymore and then i'm like fine let's not talk about it anymore but he's like but by the way <laughs> like it's just like okay are we gonna talk about it or not then right like as far as i'm concerned we're still open it's still hunting season for both of us <laughs> like i tried to shut it down and he did it so <laughs> right <laughs> like hey dude next time we talk i will be bringing up chick-fil-a <laughs> because i eat there every day it's delicious well <laughs> um i saw a tiktok that was like i don't know the gay people how many gay people work at chick-fil-a and i was like okay well i mean gay people do work there well, I mean, Chick-fil-A is one of the better places to work. They're, like, off on Sundays that they pay reasonable wages. Yeah. And I personally love getting hit on by girls when I go to Chick-fil-A. <laughs> Girl, I didn't know that that's where they were hitting on you. They hit on me everywhere. Come on. Uh, but, like, I told my friend Kayla, I'm sure I've told this story before. She's a full-blown dyke lesbian. I was like, okay, you want to go get some of the best chicken ever? She's like, yeah. And I was like, bigots will be making it. <laughs> and she's like... Most of my bills, man. <laughs> and then we went, and this chick was hitting on us so hard. She's, like, walking a lot. Like, she didn't need to be with us for as long as she was or anything. And I'm like, oh, hell yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but anyways, plan of salvation time. I don't think you want to do this. I do want to do it. I want people to hear about it. Okay. I think it's a good <clears throat> episode to have, obviously, or else I would have been like, no, we're not doing it. Oh, I you're am- right. <laughs> you know, like, when... I feel like it's the similar anxiety. The only way I can describe it is when I'm at my mom's house without a car. Mm-hmm. Like it's like, yeah, probably you can't get out. Gonna, <laughs> I'm just feeling anxious about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's no escape route. <laughs> and it's probably because the reason why I feel this way about my mom's house and the plan of salvation is I've been trapped in it several times in my life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. um, this is just me panicking for no reason. I haven't even taken my Xanax today. So I'll be, wow. I'll, sp- I'll be super high strung for this one. <laughs> Please do. We probably Anyways, both should be high. No, I just said high strung. I, I'm always high. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, go. Get my um, misery over. <laughs> I'm pulling this straight out of Preach My Gospel, which is the missionary handbook, which I found online while you we were talking about Zach texts. Oh. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> Bobby. Yeah. Have you ever wondered oh, God. where did we come from? Why are we here and where are we going? Can I just stop you? Yeah. <laughs> okay. So is this written down on what you, I can't remember. Cause I know there's like a booklet, right. That you have. 
Yeah, but okay. Is this your script though? Did are you do you have a script? Okay. So before Preach My Gospel Times, which was released like in like 2009-ish, 2007-ish, I don't know, between there, there were actual scripts that you would follow for missionary discussions. And can, just for my own, so I can paint my own picture and remember, are on the flip side, uh, like, because like the flip faces that, like the, the audience and then on the back side where it's facing the missionary is the, the script right there. Yeah, I think so. I but remember that we did not do any of those so after preach my gospel came out what you were supposed to do was go by the spirit and there were six little less there were six lessons total but you would kind of bounce around whichever ones you thought that your investigator needed right at the time and like it wasn't written down word for word you what you were going to say but you kind of like you and your companion would sit and talk to this investigator person and just kind of like I would teach one part and then I would kind of like ask a question, get them involved and then he hear their answer. So and it's like my, how we plan podcasts. Yeah. And then like, my it's companion. Like, here's our talking points. Let's figure out which what, what subject we're going to hit. Yeah. And then you guys dress it up like it's you guys being spiritual instead of just being like, this is clearly the path we should take. <laughs> well, I don't know. Like we would like follow our hearts and so like but we would still be teaching the lesson right so like i would say something ask a question kind of feel it out then my companion would then hop in do their thing ask a question it would ping pong back and forth we called it the ping pong <laughs> i don't know if that was gospel but we called it the ping pong um so yeah so this is how i would be like starting a basic ass lesson would just be like well, I don't know. I would kind of, um, I did this to my friend Ulysses in the library of Rensselaer, Indiana. But, hold on. Um, hold on. You know someone named Ulysses? <laughs> yeah, he's badass, bro. <laughs> Jesus Christ. He's such a rad little dude. Oh, he, I believe it. My name is Bobby, obviously, but like, hello. Who does that to their child? <laughs> uh, Mexicans. <laughs> Okay, wasn't expecting him to be Mexican. I was like, okay. super Southern or a black dude. Like, I don't no. know. <laughs> no, his name is Ulysses. Uh, he's He is so rad, and we still keep in touch. Uh, actually, me, Ulysses, and this kid named Nick Sakuchi. Uh, sorry about last names. But he... <laughs> you just and, want to hear me. Okay. Just, you want me to hear Sakuchi. Sakuchi. <laughs> it's a cool name. Uh, Ulysses and Nick were at the library in Rensselaer where we would um, go check our emails once a week. Uh -huh. And also like, <laughs> okay, number one, we're not hot, right? We're like in these frumpy missionary outfits, but we go there once a week and we're happy. And then like, I spent nine months going to this same library. So I kept seeing these kids and they were like hanging out there. And I was like, Hey, what you guys doing? And they're like, what's up? And I was like, who, they were like, who are you guys? And I was like, well, we're missionaries for our church. And we like kind of teach like, I don't know. And I don't know the backstory on what they were doing at home, whether they were researching missionaries or like getting on the internet and finding out how to trap us to talk to us. That's 100% what was happening. <laughs> but they were like, hey. And so I was like, we just teach people like where we came from why we're here where we're going and he was like that sounds rad come teach my family and so we ended up coming and teaching their family and like okay even though i'm not mormon anymore 
like I totally would chill with these people. Oh yeah, no, I had really good times with the missionaries. I loved it. Yeah, and like even though I'm not like religious anymore, if they wanted to talk about God or Jesus, I totally would still, but I would do be like, Hey, can I have some beer now <laughs> that I'm not Mormon? <laughs> um, uh, I don't know that I would uh, be able to like, cause like right now um, I'm way past the point of just being like, okay, I'm just going to sit quietly reverently through this and let them respect them and their beliefs. Like if a missionary came and taught me now, I'd be like, no, um, <clears throat> you know, no, oh, you I mean, usually... you mean if someone came up and talked to you just randomly now? No, I mean like not a if I was going to hang out with Ulysses family, I would oh, right. still just just chill with them. Oh right, right, right. Yeah, like these people that I met, I'd still be buds with them even though I'm not Mormon anymore. Right. Okay. You know I what I mean? Yeah. I, okay. Yeah, no, and I feel the same way. I feel the same way about missionary. Like most. I mean, hello, most people. <laughs> totally. Yeah. Oh my God, I need to take his annex. I apologize. <laughs> talking i'm gonna turn off my microphone and go grab a xanax that sounds great (laughs) that sounds great fuck you (laughs) hey can i give you some of this basement soup that's still down here i guess you're gone what's in it no what's in it (laughs) i read back what's in it (laughs) just that water that has been chilling down here oh i thought it was actual soup no it's just basement soup okay Okay, i'm gonna go to xanax shut up No, I mean continue. I have my headphones. <laughs> like I'm, I'm just, I'm just muting myself. I'm still going. I'm my person oh four my feet God. away. That's the hardest thing I've ever done in my life. Just go. I thought you were like leaving. I was like, I guess I'll wait for her to come back. Okay. <laughs> hey, Bobby. Do you ever wonder where we came from? No, see ya. <laughs> that one's oh, bye. They didn't, they didn't fall for my trick here. Okay. <laughs> real real quick tidbit. I found I, I was just getting one and a half fell out. So we're real lucky. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, continue. I gotta catch my breath and drink water. Okay. I'm just gonna say like, this is page 48 of the Preach My Gospel manual from the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. So I'm teaching approved messages from 2009 could be different because they change their stuff all the time okay i'm not gonna argue about that okay says god is the father of our spirits we are literally i told you i was taking my pills yes i am gonna argue (laughs) god is not constant that's the lesson continue okay god is the father of our spirits we are literally his children and he loves us. We lived as spirit children of our father in heaven before we were born on this earth. We were not, however, like our heavenly father, nor could we become like him and enjoy all the blessings that he enjoys without the experience of living in mortality with a physical body. God's whole purpose, his work and his glory is to enable each of us to enjoy all his blessings. He has provided a perfect plan to accomplish his purpose. We understood and accepted this plan before we came to earth. In the scriptures, God's plan is called a merciful plan, the plan of happiness, the plan of redemption, and the plan of salvation. Jesus Christ is central to God's plan. Jesus Christ, indeed. (laughs) (laughs) Through his... I glazed over so hard. I'm sorry. You're like, nope. I'm like, like, kill me. Yeah, I... (laughs) I'm sorry. Maybe I shouldn't like just read word for word here. No, you're not. It's not. It has nothing to do with any of that. 
it's just that I'm just like having like Vietnam flashbacks right now. Okay, I'm gonna finish this paragraph just as an overview, and then we'll just hit bullet point by bullet point. We don't have to do all this. Uh, Jesus Christ is central to baby. I'm sorry. (laughs) You're like I don't want to talk about this. I'm like I'm acting like your child right now. Like I'm at that age group. I'm acting like a three year old. I'm like no. Bobby, sit down and listen to the missionaries. Okay, listen to the church ladies. Cross your cross your arms and be reverent. (laughs) I'm gonna do it. Jesus. Take a picture so we can post on the it's just me <laughs> Instagram. Over. Yeah, with my bedhead and my Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle shirt that I always have on. Please do. I'm going to post it along with this episode. <laughs> okay, great. Jesus Christ is central to God's plan. Through his atonement, Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ fulfilled his father's purpose and made it possible for each of us to enjoy immortality and eternal life. Satan or the devil is an enemy to God's plan. Thanks for specifying, babe. It's not me. No, it's I, know. Book. I'm, I know. <laughs> Agency or the ability to choose is one of God's greatest gifts to his children. Our eternal progression depends on how we use this gift. We must choose whether to follow Jesus or Jesus Christ or follow Satan. We are physically separated from God during this life on earth, but he wants every one of his children to find peace in this life and a fullness of joy in his presence after this life. He wants us to become like him. I have a really interesting thought here. Do it. I want people to write in and say, tell us if they glazed over. Because I wonder, (laughs) no, like I'm I'm going to really bring up a serious point here. Maybe that's the point. Girl, like what if it's like hypnosis? Yeah, I'm like, like, cause I feel like that's a lot of church church stuff is hypnotic. Yeah. Like we've talked about it before, <laughs> and, I'm and like, they're like saying things like they're fact, right? And it's also like it's a lot to process, and it's like, like even how they said Satan and in parentheses the devil, mm-hmm. and then the next time they did it, like if you have like an inkling of any like sort of disorder. You're you're all over the place. You're like, what the fuck's going on right now? Like, because I, I was like, I know what you're. I've heard this before, mm-hmm. and I'm like, what? <laughs> you know. But like, I also felt like I was kind of hypnotized for a minute. I was just um. I also I honestly wish that I could like read books for a living, because I like reading things out loud and like giving inflection. Yeah, yeah. People in my seventh grade social studies class will remember that when we were doing we'll like remember. they will remember they will remember <laughs> because we were doing a challenge where we would read a book line by line and once you made a mistake you had to go to the next person and everybody got like maybe a sentence or two maybe a paragraph I read three pages before oh, they were like yeah, you did. hey you I haven't made any mistakes but on, we're then. gonna move on <laughs> and then you were pissed all day and then I was like. You're thinking about that for just the rest barely. Of the hour. It was clear I probably had autism. <laughs> They're like, oh, bless her. I was being abused read. at home, but I could read real good. Dude, same. I mean, how do you escape that? You read. You read. I don't read. Now as we much social media. I don't live with my mother. Maybe if I lived with my mother, I'd read more. But at the beginning of the pandemic, I read like six books in a week in a month. Good for like, you. We're doing it. Like I just sit down, read a book, and then like walk. And it'd be over. Like, My attention span is now 15 seconds. However long a uh, standard TikTok message is, that's uh, what I'm paying attention to. They're training you. They're training you, man. Yeah. <clears throat> um. Anyways, so that's the intro. Yeah, that's the intro. <laughs> Can you tell me what you just told me? But like, explain Basically, to me like a five. <laughs> what I gave was just like a 
synopsis. Yeah, a little synopsis without diving too much into pre-Earth life, Earth life, or post-life. And it was very fucking vague because they're not going to talk about, like, the war in heaven or, like, how people suck on Earth and, like, how you're probably going to go to hell in the afterlife. That's pretty much. Wait, are we pro- Is that real? What? Are we probably going to go to hell in the afterlife? Like, okay. <clears throat> I guess we'll get to that. Okay. <laughs> That's a favorite, teaser for what's favorite, to come, people. Continue favorite. to listen to this boring ass message. <laughs> it's not. I'm Kate. I don't want to make you feel bad. It's not that it's boring. It's traumatic. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's boring. But it's Maybe that's traumatic. why I'm deflecting too. Yeah, we're both like, we're 44 minutes in and we've only hit the intro. <laughs> <laughs> we don't want to talk about it. But I also think that's a fun little tidbit for the non Mormons to be like, we're very struggling hard here because we hate it. Anyways, continue. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. So the first bullet point is the creation. Under the direction of the Father, Jesus Christ created the earth as a place for us to live and gain experience. In order to progress and become like God, each of us had to obtain a body and be tested during a time of probation on earth. While on the earth, we are out of God's physical presence. We don't remember our pre-earth life. We must walk by faith rather than by sight. Doubt your doubts. In a nutshell, correct? <clears throat> You're getting um, tested, and don't and this like you know faith. You don't 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 trust your physical body. Yeah, trust your kind of. Being. I think also it's just like giving you an answer of like, hey, you don't remember this on purpose, like because you couldn't handle it. Yeah, or like <laughs> that's like taking a test. It's it's not an open book test. It's a closed book test. Is pretty much what people would be like likening it to. Oh, that's actually a really good way to. To do it I, I like that yeah analogies are missionaries favorite things so memorize a lot of them yeah no i like that i bet you have a lot of good ones i can't wait to hear them all <laughs> they're all you can apply them to anything that's on there um well, i mean but honestly though like that analogy where i'm like oh that makes sense i'm so glad no one presented that analogy to me i'm so glad there was not a lot of oh that makes sense moments <laughs> as far as mormonism's concerned <laughs> just watch out i'm gonna i'm on zach's team right now i'm gonna he wants me to be like a christian like super church christian person that sounds like the fucking worst he lives in texas man it's like a whole i don't want to go to jesus concerts (laughs) no i think it's weird when drums like because he's a drummer and he's like i used to drum at my church and i'm like excuse me (laughs) that's irreverent (laughs) reverently quietly (laughs) but like people are like no you got to showcase your talents i'm like I don't know if you need like the glass barrier around the drum set in the chapel. I don't even know why you need to put your concert around Jesus. Just show your talents everywhere. I really do have a huge fucking problem with Christian rock because I think it's, uh, it's the same with like Toby Keith and his nine 11 bullshit. Yep. Pandering, pandering. And it's a war crime. (laughs) I just yesterday, I just barely got your boot in his ass reference. (laughs) <laughs> that you wanted to stick your boot in his ass sexually He's a pervert. yeah like, i was like i'm having a podcast with a pervert i was like oh fuck that totally makes sense what happens is i'm completely my mind usually doesn't go anywhere i'm just like listening and then being like haha yeah <laughs> so. no to be honest like this is probably where my comedy career was so frustrating is because my comedy is like very deep <laughs> like that was a deep cut 
Like you would a have to have Toby Keith on your mind, <laughs> yeah. know his shit pretty well. You'd have to know <laughs> that song. <laughs> but that song pisses me off so bad because right after 9-11 and we went to war, he's like, "We'll put a boot in your ass," because that's the American way. Yeah. And I'm like, I'll put a boot in your ass, baby. <laughs> but. That is why my comedy career suffered is because no one was laughing and then I'd walk <laughs> out. And then like a half hour later, half the crowd would come out while I was pouting on the patio. They were like, I just got your jug. It was so <laughs> and I'm like, cool. You need, to be, um, you need to be a a Nanette, a Hannah Gatsby type storytelling that is what I was. Comedian. That's what I was. But I also had a joke that was like, I was like, we don't even call cucumbers cucumbers at my house anymore. We call them motherfuckers. And then Jesus I just immediately Christ. go to the next. <laughs> but it's actually a funny joke. It's way funny. <laughs> but like, good God. <laughs> it's like really crude. It's Baltimore. Like, what do you expect? <laughs> I guess I wasn't that funny. Um, I thought I was funny. That's the point. I think you're funny. No, you didn't think that joke was funny. It offended you. Do you want to uh, talk about agency and the fall of Adam and Eve? Is there such thing? <laughs> Let's talk about it. Let's do it. <clears throat> Why am I so... Uh, hold on. <clears throat> it's probably COVID from uh, Vegas. Honestly, I feel like I've had it all for like a, a, two weeks. I've been so tired. Girl, probably. Let's go get tested. <laughs> um... Adam and Eve were the first of God's children to come to earth. God created Adam and Eve and placed them in the Garden of Eden. Adam and Eve were created in God's image with bodies of flesh and bones. While Adam and Eve were in the garden, they were still in God's presence and could have lived forever. They lived in innocence and God provided for their needs. In the Garden of Eden, God gave Adam and Eve their agency. He commanded them not to eat the forbidden fruit or the fruit of the tree of knowledge of good and evil. Obeying this commandment meant that they could remain in the garden, but they could not progress by experiencing opposition in mortality. They could not know joy because they could not experience sorrow and pain. Okay. So like same, same story, right? Yeah. Okay. Satan tempted Adam and Eve to eat the forbidden fruit and they chose to do so. This part is in the temple. I think we talked about it. Isn't this part in like Genesis or something? Yeah. This is like Bible shit. Yeah. yeah. This is like telling people that you're on the same Christian level as them. This was part of God's plan. Because of this choice, they were cast from the garden and out of God's physical presence. This event is called the fall. Separation from God's presence is spiritual death. Adam and Eve became mortal subject to physical death or separation of the body and the spirit. They could now experience disease and all types of suffering. They had moral agency or the ability to choose between good and evil. Sounds like they got the clap, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> they had bad sex and regretted it. Some guy climbed the fence. Never won the clap. <laughs> this made it possible for them to learn and progress. It also made it possible for them to make wrong choices and to sin. In addition, they could now have children, so the rest of God's spirit children could come to the earth, obtain physical bodies, and be tested. Only in this way could God's children progress and become like him. The end. Um, so break it down. <laughs> break it down. <clears throat> 
I'm just dancing. I'm not breaking anything down. <laughs> um, basically, uh, a great starter pack on uh, Instagram, by the way. <laughs> you know what? I love it's great. I'm gonna continue to say this between everything. I'm acting exactly how I acted in church right now. <laughs> like, I'm just like, no, nope. yes. <laughs> Like, I'm going to make people laugh. I'm going to say, motherfucker. I'm going <laughs> to. You're like, does anybody want candy? <laughs> I, I, I brought some popcorn. I got some Cheerios, some dry Cheerios. <laughs> some goldfish. <laughs> um, I will point, say, you know? one time Jordan Jolly was my gospel doctrines teacher after college. Like, huh? before I went on a mission. And every time he was the teacher, he brought, like... <laughs> He brought like snacks. <laughs> he gets for everybody. And one time he brought gushers, and we were like, "Bitch, yes, these snacks are so tits." Like, <laughs> you know what? That's uh, maybe that's just a an East Side for Life thing because I bring candy when I want attention. To it. Like, I'm like, guess what, guys? <laughs> we're like, hey, we already know you know this stuff, but we have to talk about it. And here's some treats. <laughs> well, like with my staff, like I'd go, I'd spend like a hundred bucks a month on a. Uh, candy for like a, a candy drawer just so they would be like happy uh, just like go get yourself a piece of candy <laughs> go get so, yourself a little treat go get yourself a little, little sugar rush baby <laughs> so I'm There's just this... like, it's a neighborhood thing I'm gonna say because he's Jordan Jolly's my yeah. neighbor so it's a neighborhood yeah. thing <laughs> Jordan Jolly's probably not gonna listen to this podcast oh he's listening to it he loves us both dearly I don't even want to yeah I follow him on social media. Congratulations, Jordan Jolly. Jordan Jolly, you the real G, bro. He's the king of Richfield to me. I know that that's not the same to you, but Tanner Thompson. He Jordan Jolly made my Richfield experience fucking amazing. That's what it was. So no, yeah, I I feel like all of our run-ins were were fun. He was kind of a skis when we were kids, though. Like him and my brother were always like the Hellions, but. Um, he's still secretly a Hellion. He oh, I just, know that. He just has this. <laughs> With his fast cars and his... <laughs> his skinny dipping and... <laughs> oh, well, I, I like to go skinny dipping. There's a, you know, I am as man... I am as God made me. <laughs> I am also, but also tucked tightly into a sausage wrapping. <laughs> We're going to quit get you on that one. I just use that because that's the what the Catholic Church used in defense of pedophile, pedophiles in the church, priests being pedophiles. They said, I am as God made me. So that Jesus was a deep Christ. cut. <laughs> that was a deep cut. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> next. Next thing. Next horrible, horrible, horrible thing. So the first thing they're saying is uh, original sin, right? Yeah. Adam and Eve, they uh, ate fruit of knowledge of good and evil so that they could have kids because they you can't fruit, have one without the other. And it made them want to wear clothes. Well, the in the temple, did. they like symbolically put your garments on and say, this represents the clothes that were given to Adam and Eve. All right. Next one. Christ next sake. one. I know it's all like tangled and weird. Okay. Life on earth. Here um, we go. Here we go. This is three, three paragraphs, same amount of time. So <sighs> buckle in, glaze your eyes. Life on earth is an opportunity and a blessing. Our purpose in this life is to have joy and prepare to return to God's presence. In mortality, we live in a condition where we are subject to both physical and spiritual death. God has a perfect 
glorified. I wish I could body. experience both right now. <laughs> Sorry, continue. You want to physically and spiritually die? <laughs> yep. <laughs> you would be the worst kid to teach. I'd be like, fucking focus. <laughs> I'm going to be 33 next week. How dare you? Fucking focus. I'm teaching you God's plan. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. This is how you know I'm a heathen. My skin's sizzling. Continue on, please. I just found a strip of paint on this chair, and now I'm, like, pissed. Oh. Okay. <laughs> but you're also like, I got to touch it. Focus only on that for at least 15 yeah, that, seconds. This is, this is why I'm pissed is because my ADHD is just going to touch this the whole time and lose my train of thought. Okay. I'm actually kind of jealous. I want to touch it. I might have to come, come over. over later just to touch it. Yeah, come over. Come over tonight. <laughs> like, All right. See ya. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Spiritual and physical death. God has a perfect, glorified immortal body of flesh and bones which i would like to experience uh to become like god and return to his presidents presence his presidents trump 2024 (laughs) (laughs) we too must have a perfect immortal body of flesh and bones however because of the fall of adam and eve every person on earth has an imperfect mortal body and will eventually die If not for the Savior, Jesus Christ, death would end all hope for a future existence with Heavenly Father. Along with... You know what? I got to interrupt you again. Walking in on my dad trying to kill himself is not what gave me suicidal ideation. It's just how many times you said death and I was like, please, please, please. Mm. (laughs) And I'm thinking in my head, listening, learning this back then, being like, yep, that'd be cool. Yep, yep. Yep. I blame the plan of salvation for my suicidal ideation. Is what I'm trying to say. That's my bold statement. Wow. For Good minute. hot take. Hot take. True, real. Uh, Sorry, I'm, really I'm picking up ketamine later because of my re- recurrence of su- reemergence of su- suicide ideation. So that nasal we'll spray stuff. That. Huh? Yeah, nasal, nasal spray. spray. Well, nasal we're doing yeah, the mental health episode later. So yeah. Well, we'll talk. We'll discuss. <laughs> I kind of want you, again. I kind of want you to leave all this like pa- like nonsense that we're just. <laughs> I am becoming lazy enough with the editing of this podcast that I probably will just like leave as is. I, I want to say that out loud. I want everyone to know just who I am and how much I stutter. So it's fine. <laughs> Continue. This is gonna be for fucking ever, Bobby. We're only on our Earth I know. life. I need to back buckle down. I need to buckle down. You didn't say you said you were gonna summarize though, so you lied. <laughs> These to me. are summaries. Oh my god, I don't feel like it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fucking sorry. Uh, okay, I'll just read really fast. No, don't. Along do with physical either. death, just sin do. is a major obstacle that keeps us from Stop becoming it! like our Father in heaven and returning into His presence. <laughs> we're both bad we're both bad we're like wiggling in our chair children okay i'm I'm muting myself i'm not gonna interrupt you for at least three minutes okay Okay. that's my promise in our mortal condition we often yield to temptation break god's commandments and sin during our life on earth each of us makes mistakes although it sometimes appears otherwise sin always leads to unhappiness sin causes feelings of guilt and shame that's just shame culture because of our sins we are unable to return to live with our father in heaven unless we are first forgiven and cleansed we are in mortality we have experiences that bring us happiness we also have experiences that bring us pain and sorrow some of which is caused by the sinful acts of others these experiences provide 
us opportunities to learn and grow, to distinguish good from evil, and to make choices. God influences us to do good. Satan tempts us to commit sin. As with physical death, we cannot overcome the effects of sin by ourselves. We are helpless without the atonement of Jesus Christ. <coughs> Done. Three minutes? You're really going to be quiet for three minutes? Oh, I actually turned off my microphone. I was talking. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like i was like why is she yelling at me i've been talking (laughs) (laughs) um so that's just saying like jesus died for your sins right yeah we're going to experience death and sins and we can't go live with god without jesus christ so he's the golden ticket he's the bridge yep but you know i mean have you seen that mean that's like if jesus died for your sins that means he saw that hentai porn you watched (laughs) no i hope he liked it and i think about that um that you know that it's i think pretty sure it's lds art and he's like all dressed in white and he's like has his hands on his knees and he's like i think he must be a gethsemane say it for me gethsemane 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 Gethsemane. Uh, <laughs> and I always, that's the image that always comes into my head, and him just like going, like, oh, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, side tangent again. But okay, so what is, uh, uh, so that's the case. Let's, do we need to cover any more on this, or do we go to the next one? <laughs> no, no. This is the atonement. The atonement is the next topic. Yeah. Okay. Before the world was organized, our Heavenly Father chose Jesus Christ to be our Savior and Redeemer. The atoning sacrifice of Jesus Christ made it possible for us to overcome the effects of the fall. All of the prophets since the world began have testified of Jesus Christ as our Redeemer. That's not true. Not, yeah. Like, everyone who's Uh, claimed to be a prophet does not claim Jesus as to be part of it. Yes. Oh my god, they're just fucking... They're just straight up lying. They're, yeah, they're corralling everybody into Christian belief when there's so many more prophets that don't teach that. Well, and also, like, Moses was before Jesus, right? Yeah. And so was Noah. And that's part of Mormon, you know, folklore slash doctrine is we believe in that shit, too. So that's just a straight up lie. <laughs> yeah. If they said post-dated Jesus, maybe. AD, not BC. Who knows? Who knows? Anyways, continue. Um, like this... Jewish and Muslim and stuff like that. You know, <clears throat> you know, don't get me started. Right. Exactly. There's other there's other religions with prophets that mm-hmm. aren't Christian at all. But they're not the true church. <sighs> Fuck. <laughs> the next several words are just talking about um, death and how your spirit and body get separated and resurrection made possible by jesus christ allows you your body and your spirit to be reunited perfectly together for eternity um but you can't get those blessings without turning your life to jesus christ um being baptized by proper authority in the church of jesus christ of latter-day saints and continuing with your covenants i.e going through the temple and giving all your money to jesus so that that's the next part <clears throat> again i gotta just for a side note there, that's the reason why i was like i gotta get out of here because money is such a mad main co- mad 
made construct that I'm like, Jesus, don't give a fuck about money. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It says it right in the Bible. Give unto Caesar that which is Caesar's. He's like, fuck your money. But I remember when I brought that up, like when I, I think it was to in Penguin with the brother I didn't like, he was just like, well, technically, like all your possessions could be this is another funny thing is because mormonism is technically communism but most mormons are mm-hmm. anti mm-hmm. or it's social it's mm-hmm. not it's socialism not communism but most <clears throat> people are anti-socialism in the church but anyway uh he's like well it's just like if you had like a, a four-wheeler like someone you would have to like rent it out 10 percent of the time like you'd have to like let it be borrowed 10 percent of the time it's just easier to do money like that's how he said it that and sounds I, that sounds like a real wild thing because um, how I understand it, it, sounds, it, it sounded like more man-made constructs to me. Because mm-hmm. does Jesus? They're need a all four-wheeler? rules made by man. Yeah, Jesus needs this side by side to go like, to the Fourth of July parade. In my mind, okay. In my mind, I'm thinking, um, if someone needs a four-wheeler, then maybe they need your help with whatever they're doing. Yes, you could, you could take your four-wheeler and like, go help them and be give up service. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, that seems less man-made to me. <laughs> it would have been so easy i'm gonna create my own religion it's time <laughs> <laughs> this like paragraphs like the sections were like all three paragraphs these are like eight paragraphs and pre- pretty much is like if we give our life over to christ and you know get baptized and take the sacrament he promises to forgive our sins and that way we can go live with father in heaven because we're clean and then he also promises to give us a perfected body so that we can keep our physical, physical existence, I guess. Was it described? Did you ever, how was it described to you? Because it was like, you'll be in your best health. But like, if you yeah. were crippled, you obviously won't be crippled or whatever. I think it was like, you'll be in your prime. And then when I was in my prime, well, when I was in my as marketed to me prime, as in 19 got two years till i'm in my prime i think 35 i think personally women are in their prime between 35 to 50 oh yeah Yeah. but according to mad men (laughs) which i am fucking watching don't you love it i do uh the first season though because it's it kind of it gets way better after the first season no i'm gonna i'm committed i'm committed yeah well it's just just, i'm abusive about it you gotta be (laughs) (laughs) i'm committed damn it um (laughs) You just like women are sold that their bodies go downhill after their teens. Well, when she's like, go home, get naked, and put a bag over your head and cut a hole in the eye and see what your strong points are. <laughs> like, yeah. Honor on Peggy's first, like the first episode when mm-hmm. Joe's telling Peggy. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, oh my God, I thought it was bad now. Yeah. <laughs> like, it still sucks now. But nope. it's like, people are oh. too rude to women and just so you know 35 is like i was so excited for my fucking 30s i was like 30s where it's at now i'm gonna be 35 someday and i'm excited about it bt dub jones in it the whole time and they make fun of her age in the second season i think and she's like 32 or something like that Mm -hmm. and she's way hotter in the final season than she is in the first one yeah because women can glow the fuck up yeah it is possible and like i'm just in my basement dancing because i'm like, i'm gonna glow up yeah i know right? and like uh the whole like concept of like women how quickly their body changes a from uh, being a child to a woman like this billy ellish thing right now where she's on mm-hmm. the cover of vogue mm-hmm. and people are trying to shame her bad it's like she's not a child anymore 
Like leave yeah. her alone. She's rec- she's it's her terms. It's her. She's yes. she's saying here's my body instead of being like I was walking in my backyard and with a camisole or with a whatever it's called a s- spaghetti strap and someone took pictures of me and sold them. Yeah, it was like I'm gonna get on Vogue and look hot. And I'm my going album. to present you yeah. my body. Yeah, but um, we gotta talk about that during uh the other episode, the women episode. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, I forgot where I was going. I got tangenty and. Topics and tangents. Uh, <laughs> you asked me, what were you taught your prime? Oh, because we're oh, taught yeah. that we're going to be resurrected in our prime. Right. Oh, but what I was saying is what it, what's been the hardest thing for me to watch is um, all like every girl I've ever known who's gone from being a girl to a woman and had kids in the middle of that. And then they like sit and cry because they can't fit in their 17 year old jeans anymore. Mm-hmm. Like from my mom to my friends mm-hmm. where I'm like. You were it's a, a child when yes. you were 16 years old. Those pants should not fit they you anymore. Fit you. They shouldn't fit you. It's a problem if they fit you. Your like, physical body, your hips are structurally wider, even without the fat that's stored mm-hmm. and protects your bones. Right. Well, and even the same thing with dudes, too. Like, do you really want to fit in your, like, your, like, I look at, like, what we thought was hot when we were in high school, like when I was yeah. going through the year, your, your yearbooks the other day, and I was like, I can't believe I was so sexually attracted to these boys because they're they're boys. They're now. gross, <laughs> and they're like, oh, skinny and like little, and, and don't and know how to use gel. They still have like their forehead is way large, and their eyes are like little. Yeah, <laughs> and like they still like they're still like half boy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I just was always wondering like what the criteria for that was and i also want to know if marie osmond is if her plastic surgery is going to stay or go oh yeah y'all are going to be fucking disappointed if this is all true and all of your body modifications uh are going to be restored um because this is the exact question i asked when i went to get my laser hair removal done Mm -hmm. um i was 17 no wrong i was yeah I was 17 or 18 and I wanted to get my lip, my neck and my armpits done. Mm-hmm. And I asked the guy, I was like, I'm really nervous to get this done because I just don't want it to be for nothing. And he was like, what do you mean? And I was like, well, you know, when I get resurrected, I'm going to have every hair restored. And he was oh like, no, God. every hair on your head. And he was bald uh-huh. and he was like, like partying. He's like, no, it says every hair on your head. And I'm fucking looking forward to that. <laughs> so I was like, okay, great. Let's well, do these armpits. <laughs> is your lip not on your head? It's not on my head head. It's on my face head. It's on the, the... No, that's your scalp, baby. Girl, I'm not worried about being resurrected <laughs> with my mustache because I don't think that'll happen. Well, but I also want to know, is it your physical prime or your spiritual prime that you're getting resurrected to? Fuck. I don't know. Like, and why is everyone so focused on the physical prime of it? Because it's like, if, like, like uh, this has always been my issue is like, we're focusing on weird shit. It's mm-hmm. very man-made with the money, with the return to our peak, because it was never spiritual peak. Yeah. It was physical peak. But it was like, but like, they were all like, you won't ache or whatever anymore. It's like, well, will my soul ache? Because when I, when I was in better shape, my soul ached way more than it does now. Right. Because you know? I wasn't as like developed emotionally. But I was like, had a lesser pant size. <laughs> Less stress, stress, stretch marks. I would like to, you know what? I don't want to be restored to any previous self. I just want to keep moving forward. 
And if I, I get restored with my mustache, that means everyone else is going to be restored with their mustache. So won't matter. So like, I wonder if the real challenge is to get comfortable with who you are on Earth. So when you're in heaven with your normal self, like, because the Kardashians are going to feel bad. Okay, hold on just a goddamn second. <laughs> are you mad about the Kardashians in heaven or something? <laughs> no, I'm calling my husband because ask him. he is cleaning upstairs. He's anxious cleaning. Why? Because the kid messes up the house and he just thinks he's being helpful, but he's scraping the chair across the floor. Oh, I can't hear it. Oh, you can't? I can uh -oh. hear it. I might have heard it for like a second, but I it wasn't right. anything too crazy. Hi, I love you. Love you too. Can you not scrape the chairs across the floor? Um, I just don't want you to clean up after me. Okay. Okay. What are you doing? <laughs> I'm just trying to make a sandwich for myself. Oh, okay. Make a sandwich, but don't scrape any more chairs. Okay. Okay, I love you. Love you too. Bye. <laughs> he was like, look, bitch, I'm just hungry. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, uh... <laughs> He's like, I'll try not to move again. I'm sorry. <laughs> He's so nice. God damn it. This is why it's good to marry. He was a sweetie, you know. He's a, he was a, he was raised right. He's just nice. He might kill her later, but you know, we'll get to that too. <laughs> what? I was talking about that guy. That the I'm. It, it was. It's a weird joke that I. It's not real. He's not gonna kill you. Okay. <laughs> I just don't want to end up like Susan Powell, man. <laughs> well, that's, I think that was like kind of my reference situation that I was doing. Where it's like, everything's fine until you're dead. Yeah. <laughs> but if I'm dead, then, well. We have it on, we have that whole conversation, you know, we'll know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to move on to the spirit world. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, you might, because you're going to move on to the spirit world soon with that. Jesus Christ. <laughs> It's just been an hour 15. We got to move forward here. Why? We got to keep moving forward. Because we're only halfway through. We haven't even gotten to magic heaven yet. I also think we need to do the articles of faith on this episode too. So yeah. Okay. Move, yeah. Let's, let's do that. Forward. Let's. Okay. I'm going to. I'm going to stop talking. I'm okay. sorry, everybody. Sort of. Everyone <laughs> sit down again. Lay down. Blaze eyes. <laughs> just listen to my Jesus lesson. Okay. Even though Christ, okay, this is called the spirit world. Even though Christ conquered physical death, all people must die. For death is part of the process by which we are transformed from mortality to immortality. Good fucking Christ, the language in this. At death, our spirits go into the spirit world. I like all the extra Jesus Christ you've added to it, too. <laughs> I'm just preaching. I'm talking of Christ. At death, our spirits go into the spirit world. Death does not change our personality or our desires for good or evil. Those who choose to obey God in this life live in a state of happiness, peace, and rest from troubles and care. Those who choose not to obey in this life and do not repent live in a state of unhappiness. In the spirit world, the gospel is preached to those who did not obey the gospel or have the opportunity to hear it while on earth. We remain in the spirit world until we are resurrected. And when's that going to be? Don't know. <clears throat> resurrection. That's like, the, that's like the third coming or whatever, or the second coming or whatever. Yeah, this says resurrection, judgment, and immortality. 
When our bodies and spirits are reunited through resurrection, we will be brought into God's presence and be judged. We will remember perfectly our righteousness and our guilt. If we have repented, we will receive mercy. We will be rewarded according to our works and our desires. Through the resurrection, all people will become immortal. They will live forever. Immortality is a free gift to all people, whether they are righteous or wicked. Eternal life, however, is not the same as mortality. No. Eternal life is not, however, the same as immortality. Eternal life is a gift of God given only those to those who obey his gospel. It is the highest state that we can achieve. It comes to those who are freed from sin and suffering through the atonement of Jesus Christ. It is exaltation, which means living with God forever in eternal families. It is to know God and Jesus Christ and to experience the life that they enjoy. I am so confused. <clears throat> Side note. Like sexually? Like know them like 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 sexually? Like biblically? Yeah. No as in biblically. Biblically, like biblically? no. Biblically? <laughs> this is side note. Some people may confuse the doctrine of resurrection with the concept of reincarnation. Fucking assholes. The doctrine Don't of resurrection. Do that, that's wrong. That's Buddhism. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Bitches. They're calling resurrection doctrine and reincarnation concept. That's just rude. Some people may confuse the doctrine of resurrection with the concept of reincarnation. The concept of re- reincarnation involves being born into the world again in a different form and is false doctrine. The doctrine of resurrection involves receiving an internal reward of an immortal body of flesh and bone. This is true doctrine. Make sure know, those you, you teach... You what you just said to me? What Zach just said to me about how mm-hmm. he's like... <laughs> I don't want you to talk shit about my Christianity shit anymore. But just so you know, being atheist is illogical. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's just... I don't want to. I don't want you to talk shit on my beliefs. I'm going to talk shit on yours. Yeah. So just sit and take it and mm-hmm. whatever. Because like mm-hmm. Buddhism honestly is produces the most sad, but whatever. Continue. Yeah. Okay. The last part I think is here we are. Wait, 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 wait. Ideas for TJ. Okay. I think we are done. Okay. Kingdoms of glory. During our mortal lives. We make choices regarding good and evil. God rewards us according to our works and desires. Because God rewards everyone according to deeds done in the body, there are different kingdoms of glory to which we may be assigned after the judgment. Those, you know what, I'm just pause. I'm so glad I'm doing this out of the book instead of like from memory 10 years ago because... Because that memory that is way I can gone. say this is directly from the book and I'm not mincing words. Oh, you know what yeah, I mean? No, that's that is true. That is true. And it's also like it's so it's it's good reminder. Like it's a good reminder of why I'm not a Mormon. Anyways, continue. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. Those who have repented of their sins and received the ordinances of the gospel and kept the associated covenants. So that's the three things you have to repent. Receive the ordinances of the gospel and keep the associated covenants. Will be cleansed by the atonement of Christ. They will receive exaltation in the highest kingdom, also known as the celestial kingdom. They will live in God's (laughs) They will live in God's presence, become like him, and receive which okay, become like him. 
this is this is where this comes from like getting your we own will become planet, like god right? yeah but they're like no you won't so they're just contradicting themselves okay and receive a fullness of joy they will live together for eternity with those of their family who qualify in the scriptures this kingdom is compared to the glory or brightness of the sun people who do not accept the fullness of the gospel of jesus christ but live honorable lives will receive a place in the terrestrial kingdom Celestial. This, yeah the terrestrial kingdom is compared to the glory of the moon sorry terrestrial you're right <clears throat> yeah see turtle okay to those who continued in their sins and did not repent in this life me and you will receive their reward in the lowest kingdom which is called the telestial kingdom this kingdom is compared to the glory of the stars actually i said that was going to be us but for me we're there is out, another darkness baby yeah there is another kingdom um associated for those murderers liars fucktards deniers and, and people who went through the temple made covenants with god and then decided to apostatize from the church of jesus christ of latter-day saints those people all go down to outer darkness well I, where that's, that's definitely me because i'm still to my family right like i don't know bobby I mean, I'm, I'm did you I go just... through the temple no yeah i did no you didn't yeah i did you did not receive your endowment which is no the... but i went through the temple to get sealed yeah but that's like... like little that's the that's the um covenant of your parents you're like sealed to your parents but you yourself at an age where you could legally do so covenant to spend your entire life back in the church with these garments on and like you didn't make there's associated covenants in the temple yeah okay but i've also been told that if you are shown the truth you accept the truth and then you deny the truth you're going to outer darkness that's kind of what i think is associated with well, like I'm in that category, technically, because I was uh, raised Mormon and I was baptized and I was exposed to the truth and I denied it. Yeah, and I but I also think you were a kid. I got baptized. Yeah, I know, but like, I mean, what loopholes exist in the kingdoms and the outer dark? Uh, what I'm saying is, I'm down with outer darkness. I like the dark. Yeah, that's where <laughs> I'm going to. All my friends will be there. All, all of us will be there. Yeah. Yeah, can't wait. We might be able to text each other. You know what I think is down there too? TikTok, which I love. Which I'm excited about. (laughs) The gospel of Jesus Christ. I'm going to just do it quickly. Faith in Jesus Christ, repentance, baptism by immersion for the remission of sins, and the laying on of hands for the gift of the Holy Ghost. That is the gospel of Jesus Christ. Endure to the end is the last part where you like continue to go to church uh work towards the temple and then stay in the gospel for the rest of your life so i guess i'm kind of thinking that uh this okay so the articles of faith i like know way better than the plan of salvation but i think the articles of faith are like a watered down easy version for the kids yeah should we like give background on what the articles of faith are i don't know the background so yeah hell yeah okay (laughs) what are the articles of faith I have no idea. I just know what they are. Like, I mean, I, I, I um, memorized, but that's it. The Articles of Faith were published in March 1st, 1842.
They were published for the first time in the church's Times and Seasons newspaper for Nauvoo, Illinois. Joseph Smith wrote the Articles of Faith in response to a request from John Wentworth of the Chicago Democrat. In this letter, Joseph wrote a list of statements about what members of the church believed. Okay. Were there always 13 or were there 12 when we were kids? Um, there's always 13, but the 13th one is the hardest one to memorize, which I don't think it is. I think like number 12 is I think it's like the, the coolest one, you know? Yeah. Which um, I still do, actually. I still follow the um, 13th article of faith as a human being. Yeah. Yeah. So let's just start with the first one. Okay. Um, so this is kind of what we, when we were like in, I guess as early as like five, when we went to like the first, like instead of when we got out of nursery, the article yeah. of faith first started being presented to us yeah we were in primary from ages 5 to 12 and one of the goals of primary was to memorize the 13 articles of yeah Yeah. um and there's also like a catchy little song that goes with it that we all had to Mm -hmm. memorize and stuff so we'll just go through them real quick and just break down what they mean it's gonna be real real easy peasy um so the first one is we believe in god the eternal father and in his son jesus christ and in the holy ghost so that just means that like it's similar with like the catholic church where there's three governing bodies of the religion right yeah but i think in this one it illustrates that they are separate because it just says we believe in god the eternal father and in yeah. his son jesus christ and in the holy ghost yeah, so it's they like are kind of separ- illustrating that they're separate yeah, for this like, religion yeah where I've, I've had to explain in christianity and catholicism that they're like an egg so they're all part of the same structure but with for us they're all different mm-hmm like God and Jesus are never the same person. Like Jesus is not God on the on plant on the earth, right? Yeah, right. And it's like they are united in purpose, but they have separate identities. This one's always been my favorite. It could just be how it uh, fits with the music, but we believe that men will be punished for their own sins and not for Adam's transgressions. Yes, which we bring up a lot when talking about how the November policy illustrated mm-hmm. that kids were being punished for their parents transgressions well and even like the descendants of cain and stuff like that oh, black yeah. people being punished in the church because they have dark skin yep um so i think that's a big one that's like kind of that <laughs> was that was a big one for me because it made me like it stuck with me and it made me kind of like be like well what about this what about this what yeah about this yeah it could contradict a lot of things man you were thinking in primary man <laughs> Well, the sunbeam was, so was bored, thinking. The like, CTR six was thinking. Because <laughs> the devil lives inside me. Um, <laughs> so the third one is: we believe that through the atonement of Christ, which we just went through, sort of, we went through part of it, um, all mankind may be saved by obedience to the laws and ordinances of the gospel. Mm-hmm. So it's just saying, follow the plan of salvation, which is one of the ordinances of the gospel. And then there's a there's like the pearl yeah. of great price and all that good shit. Yeah, so the laws and ordinances of the gospel are laid out in the church, and you just have to be obedient. Um, so that one's pretty self-explanatory. The fourth one is we believe that the first principles of ordinance of gospel are first faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. Second repentance. Third baptisms by immersion for the remission of sins. Fourth laying on of hands for the gift of the Holy Ghost. Yep. Those are the first principles. So like there are other principles and ordinances, but those are the first. Let's go through what each one means. (laughs) Um, faith in the Lord Jesus Christ, obviously. Uh, repentance, obviously, but there's <laughs> ways to go about it. Yeah, there's, repentance there's is ways. like confessing your sins sometimes and then vowing to never do it again. Or Yeah, and like search pondering and praying. And it's mm-hmm. kind of like 
it's not like the abusive aspect of the Catholic Church, but it's like it's kind of like a punishment in a sense because you have to spend a certain amount of time until you feel like you're until your leaders feel like you've repented yeah Yeah. well that's another thing too where it's like i don't need you to tell me (laughs) like i don't need you you killed my dog i don't need you to tell me when i'm good bobby (laughs) every time every time (laughs) i will continue um baptisms by immersion which just means that you have to go under the water right under the every part of you must be under the water yeah Mm -hmm. for the remission of sins so you're just like and in the church they specify that it has to be by proper authority which missionary like men have the proper authority to act in god's name by his priesthood so that's another question i was wondering a lot of like um revival christian christianity people they will do like big baptisms in the middle like in like the river jordan or something Uh uh-huh are mormons allowed to do that or do they have to be baptismal fonts um you technically this is where that I think the though, church right? and I disagree, but I think you should technically be able to be baptized in any body of but they like to have it formally done with the the proper setting in a okay, because font. I always just assume the reason why we couldn't do it anywhere else because I may have even suggested in my mystical like princess fairyland that i go get baptized in like the middle of like in the hot pots or something oh hell yeah um, <laughs> i would love to be baptized in the hot pots that kind of be cool huh yeah but uh because water is controlled by the devil i think that was part of the explanation as to why oh i had to because like uh, the baptismal font is a controlled space mm. in the lord's house yeah, and it's blessed. Yeah, and it's in the Lord's house. It's, it's is it chlorinated. Not? It probably is blessed. I you asked me to ask that, and I don't know. As soon as we have some of our mission, my mission friends on there, we can ask them. Okay, cool. Um, and then the laying on of hands for the gift of the Holy Ghost. So that's just like there's blessed oil. The pre members of the priesthood put their hands on you, give you like a blessing. Yeah. So that's like after, right after, like. That's laying on of hands happens. I, that's what your confirmation is after yeah. the baptism, right? Yep, and they give you like a number in the church and like track you for the rest of your life. <laughs> give you your social security number. Yep, your another man-made construct. Your spiritual social security number. <laughs> um, and then like if you're sick or like if you guys saw that documentary on Netflix where the man <laughs> gets worked up because the guy did the laying on of hands and saved that guy in the wreck or whatever by giving him a blessing. That's what they're talking. Yeah. About. So it's like. Physically putting your hands on someone's head and willing them through the priesthood. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Okay. Number five. So, um, we believe that men must be called of God by prophecy and by the laying on of hands by those who are in authority to preach the gospel and administer the ordinances thereof. Yeah, we so just talked about that. So, what this is saying, yeah. yeah, it's just saying, but it's saying, like, if you, if you get a calling, it's a prophecy. Yeah. So it makes you feel really cool. Yeah. <laughs> and in order to for you to fulfill that calling, you have to receive like special permission by God by those who are in authority to act in his name through a laying on of hands. Yeah. Okay. So six is we believe in the same organization that exists in the primitive church, namely apostles, prophets, pastors, teachers, evangelists, and so forth. 
So you're going to have to explain that one to me because I don't even remember that one. Um, so basically the church that Jesus Christ set up on the earth with his 12 apostles, with his uh, prophets, like with Testament his pastors, shit. teachers, evangelists, and so forth. Pastors meaning bishop, teachers, I don't know, and evangelists meaning missionaries. So then what he's, what Joseph Smith is saying is like, we set up our church in the same organization as Jesus Christ. Uh, what I, what I'm reading is we're gonna pull from a lot of shit. Follow along. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> um. So seven is we believe in the gift of tongues, prophecy, revelation, visions, healing, interpretations of tongues, and so forth. Yeah, we believe in magic. <laughs> it's gonna have to be a young boy's heart, not a young girl's heart, though. So. Uh. So I mean, I think that kind of. Do we really believe in the gift of tongues? That's embarrassing. Yes. Um, it's called When people we, speak in tongues, I get so uncomfortable. I'm like, stop it. We <laughs> we um assign the gift of tongues to the missionary effort. We we believe that God will bless you with a tower um ability to learn a language quickly and interpret a language quickly. Oh, yeah. that's what they mean. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it's not like, it's not like, have you seen? Uh, yeah. Jesus no, Christ? it's not like that. It's not like that. Yeah. Okay. Good. Cause I, I remember this one. And then when like, I remember, I was like, I don't think that's what it is, but yeah. Okay. That makes sense. I know that other people use the gift of tongues in a different way. Um, but in this church, we specifically assign it to, um, just being able to communicate with your brothers and sisters. Yeah. In any language. Worldwide. Yeah. 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 Okay. Which I think. I think oh, yeah, people that's, that's, that's do see that. One. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. yeah, and like, well, missionaries, they spend like nine weeks minimum learning a language uh -huh. and then going right. out into the field and practicing that language. So um, we pretty much give children, like yeah. 18, 19-year-olds, a basics in their language, and then we throw them into the native country, and then they learn it quickly. And I think that's... Which is the best way to learn a language, yes. right? And then yes. I think also there are these kids who are trying really hard and yep. that makes them more of a draw. Yeah. It's the effort that you put into it. And like, you believe that you're being blessed by some magical being in helping you. And I totally did the same thing. I learned a lot of Spanish on my mission. So yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. Word. Um, okay. So we believe number eight is we believe the Bible to be the word of God. As far as it is translated correctly. I always hated that. Mm -hmm. We also believe the book of Mormon to be the word of God. Yeah. No caveat. Yeah. Because as long as it's translated correctly, right? Yeah, but I feel like, did they add that no. when we were kids? It's always been there? Yep, it's always been exactly like this. Joseph Smith believed that the um, Bible was not translated correctly, but that the Book of Mormon was the most pure book on the earth and translated directly by God. Or um, uh, translated directly to be the Word of God. The way that I saw this as a rebellious child was it was a really easy way to backtrack yeah yes i'd be like oh we just didn't we, we didn't translate it it's a man error yep yep this is what it actually means yep <laughs> you know they so. joseph smith totally built a religion full of loopholes so that they could be mm -hmm. exploited yep which is like I, I mean i don't even know if he's just like that cunning or if he's just like oh well this is just like uh that's the exception of the rule like you just don't really fully get it like if he's just like a fuck boy like that like i don't you know what i mean i think i think he totally knew what he was doing i think he had well i think i knew what he was doing i saw yeah. he was like that was he that intelligent do you think he was that intelligent i don't know yeah and i think he was actually driven to make this because at first they were all he had he was the only one who wasn't like 
it wasn't a seer in his family or like a I think he was just I mean he was driven to get off of the farm and into a business that would provide for him and his family and I think he really did build these loopholes so that he could do whatever the fuck he wanted and then just die. He didn't he didn't even care, you know? <laughs> right. Like he just do you think he just wanted to see how far he could go? Yeah, I think he think... really wanted to be like president. Like that's what his sights were set on. Cuz like part of me is like okay, his family was a certain way and our families are certain ways. Yeah. So we were involved in things for a certain amount of time. And then you got to ask yourself, okay, now once you decide it's bullshit, do you use that to your advantage or do you just fucking bail? You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I think he was the type of person who was like, well, I'm just going to take this all the way to the finish line. Yeah. Matters, you know what I mean? I think so too. Okay. Let's so move on. Like, Cause that was like that- a really big tangent and we probably could have spent more time in it. <laughs> instead of just like blowing past all of our opinions with no base of conversation <laughs> no but like i like that i'm just saying like i think like this is the stuff that like because i'm a huge backstory girl mm-hmm, my sister calls mm-hmm. me back like my sister literally calls me backstory girl <gasps> backstory like, bobby will... <laughs> yeah, backstory bye it's me guys but um so like when i think about someone i like try to understand who they are and then i try to give them different scenarios uh-huh. and then uh, one of them's usually correct, but I've always I already figured out how I would feel about that scenario. So when I figure out what the actual correct scenario is, it helps me draw my conclusions really quickly, mm-hmm. which is like, I, I think it's fun. Plus, I just like to, you know, backstory. It. I think it's fun. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it provides so much context. Damage. So it makes the whole story make sense. Yeah. Right. And I think it also gives a little insight of to like me thinking of these things when I was a kid mm-hmm. being like, um, that seems like kind of a cop out mm-hmm. <laughs> so this isn't the true church then you know yeah <laughs> you know? okay so moving on nine nine we believe all that god has revealed all that he does now reveal and we believe that he will yet reveal a concern cop out many great and important things pertaining to the kingdom of god yeah D- just another cop out just believing in revelation that he has revealed that he continues to reveal and he will continue to reveal yeah. Do you think, okay, but that's another question I'd ask myself was maybe that is a good thing because our species isn't to, like isn't ready for the, all the truth. Yeah, we're you know I mean? kind of an evolutionary society, so we have to be able to evolve into new things. But I think... What if this, what if this turns me back into a Mormon? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what if God in all of his infinite knowledge knew that he thinks had to come at a certain time via evolution? Bobby, <laughs> we won't because of the gays. Oh, that's true. You're right. Yeah. Well, and also like that was like the first possibly logical thing that I've ever come across with this shit. And I know like, you're like, so hey, many. wow. Yeah, this makes sense. Number nine. I like that one. <laughs> number nine. Number 13. We're good. <laughs> um, number 10. We believe in the literal gathering of Israel and in the res- restoration of the 10 tribes that Zion, the new Jerusalem, will be built upon the American continent, that Christ will reign personally upon the earth. And that the earth will be renewed and received in a parasitical, paradisiacal glory, which means paradise. Yeah. Um, Zion. We've had three Zions so far, right? Now we have an actual. No, we're we're fifth. We're fifth in line. It was like Kirtland. Uh (laughs) Fuck! I didn't want to have this conversation. Now I wanted to be prepared. (laughs) But then it was like St. Louis or whatever. And then it was like when he went down with that one place, and then is this is this and then Salt Lake, I guess. But like, okay, so there was Zion. Kirtland, Ohio, which they got kicked out of. Then there was like Far West. Then there was like there was another one in there. 
and then there was Nabu, and then there was Salt Lake. So we're fifth fifth in line. It makes you just want like wonder like is this the place you know? Yeah, is this the place? Is this really the place? Is this really the place? <laughs> okay. Um. So eleven, we claim the privilege of worshiping Almighty God according to the to the dictates of our own conscience and allow all men the same privilege. Let them worship however or what they may. Bullshit. Can we? Okay. Can I go back to the locations of Zion because I found them. Okay. And then we'll go back to that article of faith because I was not listening. Okay. Zion is the central physical location to which Latter-day Saints have gathered. The term has been applied to Kirtland, Ohio, Jackson County, Missouri, Nauvoo, Illinois, Zarahemla, Iowa, and Salt Lake Valley. Fucking forgot about Zarahemla, dude. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So did they. Um, so what is, do we know what the church's reasoning behind that is? Like what their explanation is? Um, according to Joseph Smith, the entirety of the Americas is also the Zion. But, um, I think, I think people, I think what happened was people kept getting displaced from their homes for their religious beliefs. So then in order to encourage people to continue to keep going, they were like, but Zion is this place now. Like we are going to make Zion here. I think it would have been like a smarter idea to be like, Zion is in our hearts. Yes. And let's go try and find Zion and let's all try to stay together. But yeah, people are going to come and like break us down. Yeah. It's not a pl- like, It's not a place, you know. What's she that song? That in Madman. <laughs> she's like, she's like, it's a utopus. It's like, it's, it's a, or she's like, Israel's not a place because she's a Jewish girl. She's like, it's not a place. It's like a, it's what you want to be or something. Wow. Yeah, other people are smarter than this. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay, 11. Okay, 11. Uh, we, we claim the privilege of worshiping Almighty God according to the dictates of our own conscience and allow all men the same privilege. Let them worship how, where, or what they may. And then I said, that's False. That's so fucking Incorrect. not true. Well, and how can, uh, how can we all sit there and do that with a straight face? Especially in, like, sacrament meeting was just barely, we just sent someone on a mission. What do you mean? Yeah. You know? We are going to worship how we want, and we'll allow you to worship how you want, but we are going to preach that it's wrong, that's bastardized religion, that it's, uh, what is the word that they used in here? False doctrine. Mm-hmm. And persecute, persecute you for it. Like, if... Here I am worshiping how, where, and what I may, and my family doesn't allow me the same privileges that that they do. They tolerate me, but they're not, like, celebrating with me. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it's like, yeah, no, like, there's, uh, what this is saying to me is, like, respect people's beliefs and not respect, like, we, we, we have the right to do this and everyone has the right to do their own thing. Yeah. But that's just like not the, that's not the mentality at all. Yeah. In fact, I don't really remember that article of faith because they probably didn't push it too hard. No, because they're like, <laughs> eh, we really don't believe this, but we must learn it. We must say that we do. Um, number 12. I, I hate this on one. The, I, I hate it too. But I also like if we're going back to that mentality where it's like, well, maybe God just knew like it's an evolution thing. Mm-hmm. It's a very man-made article of faith yeah we believe in being subject to kings presidents rulers and magistrates in obeying honoring and sustaining the law yeah isn't that one of the ten commandments though is the letter of the law or some shit like that no i think um 
I think the reason I have a problem with this is because there are several instances where the church does not display this, the actions of this article of faith. Like they they proselytize and they send missionaries to Russia when it, where it's illegal to proselytize um, religion and their missionaries are put in danger and they still don't uh-huh. do anything to like protect those missionaries. Yeah. Or they... Um, I didn't know that. That's crazy. Yeah. Or like the insurrection that happened on Jan 6 yeah. with a lot of Trump supporters and there were mis- there were members of the church that were there and they were not obeying, honoring, or sustaining any laws. They and were... they're not going to get excommunicated No, either. absolutely they won't. Interesting. Yeah, I'm uncomfortable with this. <laughs> I wonder what that... Yeah, I'm uncomfortable with it too. It's just because it's like, I don't know exactly how... I don't have like a 100% stance on how I feel about it because... <laughs> I remember being, like, younger and, like, a punk, but, like, also, like, follow the law punk, which is a weird thing, (laughs) where I was like, yeah, fuck yeah, like, don't be an anarchist, that's what it's saying, but it's also, like, saying, like, be a sheep, you know, (laughs) to all. Um, I was, I um, have always sped really bad, like, I just have a lead foot, I think it's part of my ADHD, because, Uh like... Or, like, anxiety on the road, but um, I was speeding around. Here's what I think it is so many restraints were put on you that you could justify driving fast girl you have just opened up my soul you were like literally telling me <laughs> you're absolutely right like that is the I've, reason i've given all this a lot of thought i don't know if you could tell well <laughs> also like in my car i listened to all of the rap songs that i ever wanted to uh-huh. listen to i list i was like i felt safe and authentic in my car. And that's why I loved going to your house on Thursdays for um, <laughs> podcast recordings. Because for the 40 minutes that it took me to get to your house and for the mm-hmm. 30 minutes it took me to get back, I felt literally authentic. Well, do you ever just take yourself for little cruises? I think every mother, every parent should do that. Oh, yeah. Really. I do now because you, like starting this podcast, has made me realize that that's what my life was missing. Yeah, and it's, like, and especially as, like, small-town girls, like, a lot of my city friends are, like, I don't want to drive there. Oh, I'm like, yeah. What? Oh, yeah. I'm all about driving. Yeah. Even my friends well, like, that are, And live... I'll pick anybody up. Like, I'll, I'll like, go downtown yeah. to go south, and I'm, like, I don't care. Dude. Whatever. Yes. It's part of the fun. I'll like, meet you anywhere. Journey. I'll go to other <laughs> counties to hang out with my friends, because I just love yeah. the drive. Yeah. Is it just yeah, a small-town girl thing? <laughs> it really is, like, and, like, my cruises are legendary. Like, I'm known for, like... Like, I have, like, my car smells a certain way. Yeah. I always have weed. Like, yeah. The music's popping. Yeah. Like, we go on cool. Like, I got I take people to cool places. So, like, I, we'll have to go cruise. But, like, yeah, that's a small town girl. Bobby, I would love to, like... nothing more than to go cruise with you. And we could even take my car because it's got a car seat in it. And we could take Halo and she can be inducted into this, like, coven-like cruise. She could, even though I mentioned drugs. But I like to drive, so. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I like to do it at night, so I don't think she'll come for the first one. When I have kids in the car, there are no drugs, just for the record. Yeah. But I'm saying. For the like... outside record. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, at the middle of the night drives where you're, like, looking at the moon and listening to, like, yes. funky tunes and stuff. Oh, that's... my God. That's where, that was your adult And activities. how the moon peaks behind the mountains, like, hides and then peaks uh-huh. back out and then hides, like, I love it. Anyway. Yeah, like honestly, you can see like four or five moon risings if you time it right. Yes. In this yeah. in this area. Yeah. Um, also, but... um 
what I was saying was my friend AJ when I was in high school was like, you need to stop speeding. And I was like, why? And he pulled out this article of faith. Oh, he didn't. He did. AJ, my sweet, sweet summer child. (laughs) And I was like, stop judging me and just have a crush back on me. Okay, thank you. Bye. You know what I love, though, is like part of the reason why we're like you should not be acting that way in high school we would very often refer back to like doctor yep like in the middle of high school yeah in the when, middle of science class in high school yeah <laughs> when my all my friends started dating i was like you're not supposed to do that and they're like why oh, i'm yeah. 16 and i'm like the prophet said no steady dating even though i would totally steady date you <laughs> i'm just jealous that i'm using this yes <laughs> Yes. Well, I mean, I believe for the longest time because I went on a date with Mason when I was 15 that I was being punished. You were. Like, there's a lot of funny shit going on. Like, he and I didn't, like, we danced, like, to two songs. We didn't kiss. So we did nothing. We were pretty much just two friends hanging out. Yeah. But I was like, it's technically a date, and that's so wrong. And I was, I was, um, I was like, on my way out. So I can't even imagine how you guys were. <laughs> <laughs> we were just being dumb Mormon kids. It's fine. Yeah. I mean, it's like, part of it was kind of funny, but also, like, like, I bet he was just like, I'm worried about you. Please don't drive so fast. He was he probably was like, like I'm, I'm worried pull- about my own body. <laughs> Oh, he was in the car. Yeah, he was in the car. <laughs> My friends like to do that too, where they're like freaked out. I'm like, don't hold on to the fucking door handle. Like, stop it. I got I'm you. Not I, got you dude. I got this. I got you. I got you. Yeah. <laughs> we haven't died yet. Um, so, 13th, we like. This we is the like best one. one. Yeah. We believe in being honest, true, chaste, benevolent, virtuous, and in doing good to all men. Indeed, we may say that we follow the admonition mm-hmm. of Paul. What does that mean? Uh, he's like admonished people to do this next part. Oh, we believe all things. We hope all things. Oh, my screen just went black. Of course we hope all things we have endured many things and hope to be able to endure all things. If there is anything virtuous, lovely, or of good report or praiseworthy, we seek after these things. That's a badass mm-hmm. paragraph. Right that should there. be just that. everybody's all religion. Yeah. Like, why wasn't that hanging in my wall? <laughs> in my house. Not, I never said it'd be easy. I only said it'd be worth it. <laughs> I loved looking at that while my mom was beating me. <laughs> oh, my God. I was like, yep, it's not easy. I guess it'll be worth it one day. Oh, wow. <laughs> um, but those are the Articles of Faith, and those were written by Joseph Smith, and that's what they teach us kind of as an early introduction. Yeah. And then the what 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 the plan of salvation you just did just um kind of goes deep more deep dive more hypnotic about it yeah um but yeah they definitely give us like candy and treats if we memorize these so yeah we had to memorize all of these in order to get our faith in god award which was what they gave um, it's like how kids. you graduate primary yeah right? and you don't yeah. have to get it but it's like a little special thing well, and, and there, then there is some like hate from your fellow people if well you yeah it. like when you judgment. when you cross off like your assemb- your faith in god award you have to do like memorize all of the articles of faith read the book of mormon it's like this mm-hmm. checklist of of things that you're doing to follow the gospel and if i you, got mine by the way it, same if you do it then your um bishop will call you up at the beginning of the you know sacrament, sacrament. meeting and yeah. say hey kendra bobby come up here we want to talk about you and then you have to stand by this old man and listen to him say while his arms probably around you arms probably around you like giving <laughs> you like those bro hugs and saying yeah kendra 
accomplished her Faith in God Award. She has worked so hard to do this, and she has earned this little medallion. We'd like to present that to her, uh, blah, blah, blah. And then, like, so you get to stand up. Well, you have to stand up in front of everybody, whether you have social anxiety or not. Receive yeah, this faces, thing. Most people's faces are red. Yeah. <laughs> and receive this thing, and then just, like, shake the hand of the bishop and go back to your parents while you get this gold necklace or gold tie tack, you know? I think my thing was... Um... And I wanted the tie tack. I didn't want the necklace because I have allergies, but they wouldn't give me the tie tack. Rude. Um, well, I mean, I'm not a boy. I don't have penis. It matters. Um, I have a very <laughs> tiny penis. I have a, it's called a clitoris. Mm-hmm. Most Mormon men can't find them. That was rude, but it's true. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I'm sure there are great Mormon lovers out there. I apologize, boys. Um, but I remember being like, I've been sitting through this for a lot so long. Why not? Mm-hmm. And that's why I refused to take seminary my senior year. Cause I'm like, I'm not going to take it and then not graduate se- yep. seminary. Yep. Like I'm just not. So like, but it's funny because me wanting to get that was the thing that started too. Cause like when I read the book of Mormon, that's how it started. Mm-hmm. And then I like, I continued to read cause I turned, um, I turned 12. I mean, my birthday's in May. So after I read the book of Mormon to get that, I continued throughout that summer reading the Bible, the Pearl of Great Price, the Doctrine and Covenants, and being like, oh, yep, this is a lie. Yep. (laughs) So thanks, guys. Thanks, Mormon Church, for bringing me there. (laughs) I was definitely reading those things and being like, this is so confusing. I'll understand it one day. Um. Well, that's the thing, too, is that I would pray for a very long time before I would read Mm -hmm. and be like, I need you to help me. Because I'm going to leave. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm ready to go. Yeah. I, I don't understand any of this. It just seems like bullshit. Like, help me. Yeah. And I don't know. I mean, like, I didn't, I don't feel like, I didn't feel n- evil or g- a godly presence. I just was like, I read it. I under, I mean, I've understood what I've understood. I think it's confusing on purpose. Yes. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So I was just like, whatever. But I did like these articles of faith because they were very simplified in a lot of ways. Yeah. And kind of gave an overview of what to expect and stuff, even though half of it's bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> um, do we have anything else to add to this lovely episode? Do you want me to go quickly through the uh, list of commandments you have to live in order to stay in good standing with the church? I would love that. Yeah. Okay. Because no. uh, they're just the titles of the paragraph, so I'm not going to go through it. Okay. Um, number one is obedience. Number and that means that means different things based off your gender. Like a man needs to be obedient to God. Women and children need to be obedient to the man. Yeah, like the priesthood and the church, and also like you have to be like follow the prophet goes into that. Like just be obedient. Um, Follow the yeah, that's a badass song too. I love that song. Well, because it's in it's a minor a well, key. It's a well-written song. We got to yeah. go into that in the music episode. <laughs> <laughs> yes, as, as oh, yeah. Anyway, and the second one is he pray often. <laughs> uh, be obedient. Pray often. Study the scriptures. Keep the Sabbath day holy. Do you want to go into that or no? <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, let's go. I mean, it's not. It's. You're not supposed to spend money. Yeah. You're not supposed to do, like, anything. Like, you're not supposed to, like, go to the lake and go water skiing. Yeah, you're supposed to be reverent all day and just, like, think about Christ all day. And, like, spend time with your family and strengthen your testimony. Baptism and confirmation. Talked about that a lot. Um, We already went through that. Yeah. yeah. Follow the prophet. 
Because he knows the way. He knows the way. <laughs> um, keep the Ten Commandments, which Should is in the, the Bible. Let's just go through the Ten Commandments after this, too. Yeah. Thou shalt not well. have no other gods before me. Other gods can include possessions, power, or prominence. Mm-hmm. Thou shalt not make unto thee any graven image. Thou shalt not take the name of the Lord thy God in vain. Remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. Honor thy father then mother. Fuck that. Thou shalt. Are you, just, are you just, just, you're just, I'm like looking for them and you're just reciting them. I'm like, oh, she said. Oh, no, they're in the <laughs> list right here. Oh, okay, cool. Thou shalt not kill. Thou shalt not commit adultery. Thou shalt not steal. Thou shalt not bear false witness against thy neighbor. And thou shalt not covet. Bearing false witness means just lying, right? Yeah, or like, I thought of it as like, throwing people under the bus for something you did okay so like etc so like lie yeah um <laughs> the take the Lord, name of the lord thy god in vain has gotten a lot of popularity recently because like people just think that that means like oh my god saying oh my god or like god damn or like jesus like swearing and using the lord but it's like saying like it's like all these politicians who are using Christianity as their platform. Yeah. That's taking the Lord's name in vain. Yes. Also, like, saying, I swear to God, but, like, you don't really, like, you're just, you're just using God to propagate your opinions instead of, like, doing truth or whatever and, like, just being an asshole. Well, it's just, it's pretty much like the Trump card. And I'm not, I don't mean, like, Donald Trump. I mean, like before donald trump like the trump card where it's like well i would why would i forsake god i swear to god yes. this happened yeah so it's so it's like it's a good way for like swindlers to i mean it's like a really good example to bring trump back into it is when he went and held that bible up in front of the the church that yes yeah <laughs> like yeah that's taking the lord's name in vain i believe yeah yeah fuck that yeah fuck all that <laughs> <laughs> the next one is live the law of chastity God delights in chastity and hates sexual sin. Chastity includes strict abstinence from sexual relations before marriage and complete fidelity and loyalty to one's spouse after marriage. Those who live the law of chastity enjoy the strength that comes from self-control. Huh. Mm. Chastity also includes <laughs> keeping our thoughts clean and modest, being modest in our dress, speech, and ash, actions. We must avoid pornography in any form. We should treat the God-given procreative power and our bodies as sacred. Marriage between man and a woman. They are not to participate in abortions or homosexual or lesbian relations. Well, they added that reason. Yeah, hot. Uh, those who have committed sexual <laughs> sin can repent and be forgiven. Okay. <laughs> Just like, I don't know. God's a prude. I was going to say something. I was going to say something. I forgot what I was going to say. Oh, okay. What I was going to say was, what's weird about this whole entire episode. Wait, wait. Is- start over because oh. you kept cutting out. Okay. So what what's weird about this whole entire episode is, you know, when you're having like, like, I guess it's called a trigger. I'm having a trigger. My mom was in multi-level marketing uh-huh. shit a lot. Uh-huh. And then I watched all of like the Nexium yes. documentaries, yes, and like the cult documentaries, yes, and all that shit. And like I just keep having flashbacks to certain times in my life and like certain situations where I'm sitting like an MLM meeting mm-hmm. or watching these docu, like the 
the same principles apply and it's just like all this shit is just like so loose but so binding yes. at the same time Ooh, <laughs> it's good, like, good way to say that you know what i mean because it's like how he like pulled it out and he's like you're driving too fast this is the you know article of faith mm-hmm. where it's like okay <laughs> like it can be used for like literally anything yeah but it could also be like oh well you're misinterpreting it yeah too and like also there's that element of um there's that element of um you have the agency to do what you want but here but is, is should be doing yeah this yeah. is this is the restrictions that you should apply to your life <clears throat> and it's also like and we're giving you the restrictions so like you already know what you shouldn't be doing mm-hmm. so you're already fucked mm-hmm. <laughs> and we tell you at the like over here like if you don't follow all this you're going to the outer darkness or whatever you yeah. can't make it yep uh, the the next one is obey the word of wisdom, which I think we will talk about during our drugs episode. Okay, cool. And then uh, uh, keep the law of tithing. Give ten percent to Jesus, I, aka your bishop. Mm-hmm. Fast, fasting, yeah. like going without food. So in the in Mormonism, I don't know how it is in other places, but like we if we fast once a month, we have fast and testimony meeting. So you don't eat until you get the sacrament that's your that's how you break your fasts with the sacrament at sacrament meeting and um then uh, people have asked like you if you if you get up and ask the ward like this person's sick can people fast for us it's just a way to like show a sacrifice and the lord will help will be more convinced to do your will yes That's pretty much yeah. it. Like, there's God's kind of a dick, huh? He's like, you gotta show me you want it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, luckily now we have the uh, one like equals one prayer feature on Facebook, so we're good. Yes, and also type amen. Done. Oh yeah, type so amen. easy. But all, all caps. <laughs> well, I think that was actually fun. I mean, I know I, I know I was a uh, squeamish, and I am still very squeamish about it. I kind of want to go screaming in my pillow. It is pretty uncomfortable, but. I don't know. But this is kind of the stuff we've just been taught. Like, if you are coming into the church, this is what you're getting taught by, like, a dapper young person who's trying to learn the language. Mm-hmm. and <laughs> Or just, like, you know, someone charismatic like Kendra in Chicago <laughs> and with some big old titties. And, uh, <laughs> Get in these titties. Get in these titties. And then, like, the Articles of Faith. It's just stuff that we were just ad nauseum. Even as a missionary, you were ad nauseum telling this, you're giving this thing over and over and over yep. again. And when you're an active member in the church, they will ask the missionaries, that they, if the missionaries can come over and practice on you. So I've heard um, the plan of salvation so many times in my life, mm-hmm. <laughs> like so many times that I feel like, I feel like I was getting hypnotized. Like it's crazy. It's such a weird, I don't know. I want to hear what everybody thinks about that especially like the people who've never heard about it before. Yeah. And again, I'm sorry that I was like busting it all the time, but <laughs> did you feel your eyes glaze over? Like, did you get caught up in like the words? Like, do you feel, how do you feel about it? Yeah. Am I being overly dramatic? Even Let talking it about it? I was like, <laughs> it feels like I'm just riding a bike, like reading the words. I hit right back into the stride like this pattern of speech yeah. speech even and just like remembering all these memories and like it comes back to like familiarity too like mm-hmm. am i feeling this this piece because 
it's where I'm supposed to be or am I feeling this peace because it's familiar? You know what I mean? Well, I, and I also think you're feeling the peace because it's hypnotic. Yeah. Too. And also but it's, like, a, it's, it sounds nice. Like, yeah, it's the stuff you can understand. Sounds great. Yeah. And like, <laughs> it sounds nice that like, I don't know it. Um, I can see where the draw is, you know? Well, right. Obviously. I mean, there were some where we're like, yeah, I totally, I'm on board with that for sure. Yeah. Do that. Like the 13th article of faith. Yep. That's a great article of faith. It's amazing. Yeah. Um, but there's also just like this, like repetitive, like I had those questions too. When I first was like, when I was probably like 23, 24, cause I went back to church for something and the hypnosis thing, every single time I go, I, you get like a warm feeling. It's like you drink whiskey. Yeah. Love whiskey. Um, whiskey <laughs> um, but like that's like you know for the 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 drinkers out there the non-believer drinkers like when you drink that first cup of whiskey how you kind of feel like you're getting a fever from the inside out i guess that's how fevers work um <laughs> or maybe it's from the outside in i kind of felt that and i'm like maybe i'm making the wrong choice and then i was at a homecoming and i recognized that it was a form of hypnoti- hypno- hypnosis and I got cl- I got so claustrophobic and like panic attacky, and that's kind of how I feel with this right now. Yeah. But like I remember because you're like I feel so good right now, like you know I feel good about it and stuff, and it's like I remember feeling that way too. And then once you finally like realize, and it takes a minute, you yeah. Know? Like you have to come to it on, in your own time. It's gonna freak you out. It literally <laughs> is part of the the whole thing. The whole thing is to like give you comforting language and hold your hand and bring you here and um guide your thoughts and restrict your thoughts and all of those things so like but going to church i'm like i'm so glad i'm not here like i'm not just to reassure you like i do every episode i'm not gonna go back to you can go back to the church if you want i'm just not (laughs) i know i know i know i just don't want (laughs) i guess i have a complex because i've been the uh the sinner net or whatever where the people who want to say to be my yeah. friend. I just don't want to be that with you. Yeah. You know what I mean, I don't want you to be like, Oh my God, girl. Like, I was, I should have never left. Like she showed me the light. I should have never left. I was already <laughs> six years post Mormon before we started doing this podcast. So it's not I like, know, it's like, I know. Yeah. Like you, you know, you know what I mean? Yeah. I, like I, I'm putting too much on my shoulders. You don't ever do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's not my style at all. I know we usually end this a certain way, but I don't want to this time. Is that okay? Yeah. <laughs> Since we just hit so much doctrine, is that all right? I don't say these things. <laughs> we don't say these things. They're not in the name of Jesus Christ and no amen. No amen. Fuck off. Bye. Fuck off. Bye. <laughs> is This The Place podcast is written, recorded, and edited at Titan Tower Studios. Our theme song is by Bobby, and our cover art is by Jessica Sanchez. This is our story, as we see it. We believe it to be true as far as it is translated correctly. If you liked the show, please rate, review, and subscribe. We have dedicated a lot of our time and talents, and we really appreciate your support. Maybe this isn't the place, but you are definitely the people making this possible. Thank you.